That's that's good. Okay, trying out the recording. What's up? Uh, I've started. We'll continue to start. Is it registering that we're saying things? It is registering that things are being said. It'll work fine then. Am um, I peaking but... the audio yet? Yes. Sam. Yes. Sam. Yes. Uh, the problem was actually that you were hosting the call. Uh, no, I've hosted calls and recorded just fine before. Really? Yeah. I yeah, think I, I think I, it was I, just. Dun, 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 dun. I think it was just. Are you possibly a wizard? Dun, 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 dun. Not a wizard. Wait, no, that's that's Terminator. <laughs> I am not, nor have I ever been a wizard. I do not claim to be a wizard. Ask not for what the Wizard Collective can do for you, or for you can do for the Wizard Collective. I I would be okay with a McCarthy era witch hunt for wizards. <laughs> Fine. My well, opponent now, is a communist run a and a wizard. About that, <laughs> <laughs> Sam. If you, oh god, one of us needs to run fucking full spectrum wizard. <laughs> <Yeah>. My political <laughs> opponent has demonstrated on multiple occasions his unwillingness to step into circles of salt. Oh god, I do need to get. <laughs> also, he has never gotten his hair cut in a public location. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. He's never been seen in the same place as Aleister Crowley. Coincidence? He never <laughs> gives blood. Not right. only is that unpatriotic, but highly suspicious. Right, I once saw him romance is... a boulder. Recording is currently <laughs> successful. If you like to start this game. <coughs> Alright, we're you ready then? Me. Yeah, we're Everyone's back from VRV? Yep. Okay. Hello, Internet. Hey, Internet. Hi, we're Internet. Hi, James. We're doing a new hi Josh. We're doing a new no, mystery game that, that you prob you probably already know what mystery game it is because you saw the title of the video. <laughs> yeah, because you can you can read things and have eyes. But suspending my disbelief of that for the moment. <laughs> Same way to alienate like some of our audience. <laughs> Today we are playing Spirit of the Century. Dun dun is, dun. What? Which is essentially a pulp novel style RPG. I don't have a monologue prepared, so I'll just read you the background. The Great War is over, and the world is a darker place, rippling under the surface with unseen dangers. Dangers few are even aware of. In the skies over Europe, Dr. Methuselah's fleet of time zeppelins assemble to rip open a path to a future that never should be. The deadly Gorilla Khan stalks darkest Africa from his throne in conquered Atlantis, pledging the destruction of the human race. All over the globe, dark shadows grasp toward the hearts of the brave, their every intent to silence the hope of a new century struggling to survive. One organization stands in their way. The Century Club, which exists only to protect the spirits of the century. So there's that. Oh. The year is 1922, and basically the characters are playing pulp action heroes. Yeah, we are. Attempting to fix problems, solve mysteries, and basically keep the world in balance they are newly inducted under the purview of some of their purview is probably not the right word under the tutelage of a couple mentors from the century club and now is one going to ask you to describe your characters zach you first Alrighty, i am playing uh garva fibrizo a for former british for the first time ever <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> For the first time, 
on the pages of your listening device. For the first <laughs> time, for the last time. Uh, he is a uh, short and scrawny, and uh, br- he's a short and scrawny British ex ex British spy who uh, he's got shorter dark hair. He's got a goatee because, of course, he has a goatee. It's not an evil goatee, though. At least I'm pretty sure it's not an evil goatee. And he's an expert at underhanded things and uh, wielding daggers and particularly throwing them. He also knows a lot of people. Alright. Sounds like a real hero. Yes. (laughs) Underhanded things, purview of the hero. (laughs) Who laughed? Whoever laughed, you're next. (laughs) It was Sam. It was Sam. No, it was Josh. Ah, damn it. It was Sam. Sam, (laughs) All right, hello, Internet. I am playing Richard Jeffrey Calvin Biggles III, the scourge of the German skies. Uh, born in 1901, the illustrious named Biggles was a precocious young man. Uh, when the war came, he was too young to join up. Uh, in 1916, claiming to have lost his birth certificate, he joined the newly formed Royal Air Force and flew as many combat missions as he could possibly volunteer for. And in an era where many pilots died in their first excursion over the trenches, Biggles was a born ace. He took to, his, to the air like a bird, and his commander swore they'd never seen such an apt flyer. Um... He is, uh, you know, as the description says, he's a really, really good pilot, uh, if a bit too much of a daredevil, uh, and he plunges headlong into danger, and he's got one hell of a mustache. (laughs) One hell of a mustache. Yes. Sounds like an interesting and original character. Oh, yes. If I type his name into Google, would I find anything suspect? (laughs) You might find only my original creations. Please do not steal. (laughs) Please do not steal. Probably in the public domain. <laughs> Kevin. All right, I'm playing uh, Julius August, who's alias Lord Summer. He's the uh, young and a young, sorry, word, trust fund kid, <laughs> the inheritor of a fortune at a young age. He became essentially a gentleman thief. He learned to sneak into places or talk his way into places. During the war, he established his own uh, semi-private spy ring in Germany, reporting back information to allies. Now known as the Summer Consortium, his spy ring is one of the more uh, effective private spy organizations in the world. Not that there's a huge amount, but yeah. Yeah, he's essentially a seeker of fame and notoriety. Sounds noble. Aware of perfect suits, except when the imperfection is fashionable. All right. Is that all you got? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to keep things moving in an orderly fashion. Nate. What's up? (laughs) Describe your character. I'm playing uh, Suda Novacell. Her her, uh, nickname is Nova. Um, She is a woman of Romani descent... Uh, has dark skin, dark hair, um, probably overly pretty, and also a flapper, because it's the 20s. She is, uh, she, she is a world-famous fortune teller. Um, she, she's a world-famous fortune teller, uh, said to be so accurate that she could even produce, she, she could even, uh, predict the future. 
um, and has in fact gone on various adventures before to either ensure the success of predictions or defy fate. Um, I'm glad you added that caveat that she's famous for being good <laughs> because you can be a very famous fortune teller and be very bad at it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She's like, basically, like, basically the, 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 all the stuff that like, I, I threw a little bit of it into uh, all of her like backstory aspects. And then with everyone else's, uh, with, 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 with the cameos and whatnot, it basically was just like, hey, yeah, like she's, she's, she's a modern day prophet. Cool. <laughs> when I look at you, I get an R, an, an, an RZ, an RZF. Does RZF mean anything to you? <laughs> Congrats, um, your, your, your uncle Reserveberg. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, know about Bird? <laughs> so yeah she's 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 basically just a, a, a world famous prophet um or oracle rather oracle would be the better way of putting that uh more famous, more famous oracle uh also it gets incredibly wealthy um she does most of what she does for fame and fortune and lives the life of the 1920s equivalent of a rock star all right, sounds enigmatic and mysterious, but perhaps not so enigmatic and mysterious as Josh's character. My character doesn't even have a name, no. Um, totally, <laughs> he has like four. Uh, I cannot excuse me. Sam's. All yeah, right, so exactly. I am playing uh, Saif Al-Rad. Uh, his mentor is Rick Totem. I don't know if you're mentioning those guys. Uh, Rick Totem, the two-fisted anthropologist. Yes, and now my character's completely overshadowed. So. <laughs> that uh no <laughs> uh Saif Al-Rad is a uh swarthy gentleman uh he's kind of not he's tallish probably about six foot uh well solidly built um and what makes him special is he is not he's not exactly a wizard probably a, a magus maybe would be a better word for it um and currently works as a a custos of the Ignis or the blazing barrier uh, which is essentially a uh, conspiracy that exists to keep um, keep humanity safe from really like from from people like Doctor Methuselah and his time zeppelins, uh, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, particularly relevant. Um, uh, so he also has a very powerful uh, artifact known as Syzygy, um, which he took. Which he got when he took down a a terrible black magician uh, named Fitcher Starplane, the the buff wizard that conquered Fire Island. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna add that right now. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, conquered Fire Island. Okay, um, and essentially what it is? It's a a series of. Bangles, bangles, uh, armlets, bracelets, um, and rings uh, on that he wears on his right arm that have various uh, sigils and things engraved on them, and when aligned in certain patterns, can achieve various effects. Uh, but it is, it is, it comes from a, a dark past and and carries terrible secrets, and so is not used lightly. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I don't think I ever asked. Do they like fit tightly on your arm and you like slide them around or are they loose and do they clatter about? Uh they they fit kind of tightly, yeah. There's not okay. much clatter because they're magic, they can do that. Well, I mean this is more a question of how big their circumference is. <laughs> they're magic. They could they could do what they want. 
Yes, but how big are they? Big enough. Ah! <laughs> without being too big. Ah! <laughs> and then James just murdered Josh, like, right there. He just killed him. It was crazy. Was the internet. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the four-player characters are... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we introduce the characters... May I present to you, sponsored by Drunken Ugly LLC, the Centurions in the Nether Agenda. Dun dun dun. And we went for that one again. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it every time. Every time I title something? Yes. <laughs> it's in the spirit, goddammit. Of the century. So, yeah. As, as, as new inductees of the Century Club. Dun dun dun. Damn it. <laughs> you paused. I know, I, I, I was fishing for it. <laughs> All of you are sent a letter by your respective mentors. You have the option of going to speak with them if you must, but they're basically giving you a sort of kindly uh, a, a sort of kindly push in the direction of going to a science symposium in Zurich. Let's what see. sort of science symposium? Well, is it, is it magic new, science. new inventions? Uh, more like a demonstration of new and interesting technologies. It's, uh, it's an annual science symposium, and there are honored attendees there to vote. And you guys have been given the option to vote if you feel you have enough expertise in scientific things to vote. Oh, I know some science. Well, I, I did design my entire plane, so I imagine I know a bit about science. I have no <laughs> idea why I'm here. <laughs> Free drinks. Ah, that's right. There is free alcohol, yes. Free wine in the main room and free liquor in your rooms. <laughs> Biggles is drinking a lot. The liquor is free. Excellent. Everyone is the... Julius August has brought fine brandy from home and a fine flask. <laughs> Do you have a servant? <laughs> Did you bring a servant along to carry it? No, he doesn't bring servants. That's what he has fellow adventurers for. <laughs> no. Oh, God. No, he doesn't bring servants. His servants are ubiquitous. <laughs> he just, he looks at someone and they're like, I should probably listen to this guy. I think I'll do what he says. <laughs> so, James. Yes? Uh, before or after Nova got the letter, did she have any uh, weird dreams or visions regarding regarding this uh, this? Zurich uh, Science Symposium? Uh, nothing too impressive. Uh, you have a lot of dreams about a lot of different things. Though, sure, I'll, I'll give you one. You get an image of a large black stone at the bottom of a great amount of water. Hmm. She'll note that down in her dream journal. And uh, then, you know what? Set off, because she's been pushed in this direction here. And is fabulously wealthy enough to go do this on a whim. Why not? All right. So, what these, uh, what you're basically judging, if you choose to be a judge, is who wins the coveted Ziggenheim Science Award, which is awarded to the most exotic discovery in the field of science yearly. The field of science. In the field of science. Dun dun dun. Hold on, are we talking about science or science? With an uh, exclamation the, mark. Uh, the actual field doesn't make a distinction yet. <laughs> That's <laughs> Although, the best answer you could possibly give. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will remark to the viewers that uh, 
that science with an exclamation point is a subset of the actual science skill. And there is one other thing you're meant to judge whether you are uh, judging on the actual science prize or not. There is a somewhat eccentric and wealthy businessman there, goes by the name of Garrison Grayson, who has matched the Ziggenheim Science Prize, which is a, assuredly no small sum. Uh, is Grayson an Englishman, or is he American, or...? Uh, Grayson is... let's see. Grayson is a man from America, but he doesn't like to make too much of a fuss about where he's from. Okay. It doesn't come up a lot. Yeah, he's a businessman and former scientist. A cursory examination of the name gets you. And he is applying to be a member of the Century Club. He's per he's perhaps not the right material to be a centurion like you are, but the Century Club is willing to take a look at his membership, see if he qualifies. And we could always use benefactors. Yep. And people who have shown themselves to be uh, patrons of science and arts are very welcome in the Century Club. Uh, all right, well, uh, Biggles will, I don't know, I guess go talk him up if he's around. You haven't gotten there yet. Uh, okay. I was wondering <laughs> if you're actually there or not. And it's like fact... punch at least five dudes on top of the plane <laughs> before you're actually there. <laughs> so uh, if uh, Biggles is going, then basically your plane is assigned as the form of transportation to get there. Unfortunately, Lucy, the Century Clipper, is uh, undergoing some repairs after a recent dogfight. <sighs> All right. Uh, shit, I didn't name the plane. Need a plane name. Uh, uh, Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dave. No, Mark okay, works. like the something Fokker. No, you uh, should, you should, you need to name it Mark because then every time it's destroyed, that when it's destroyed, you can name <laughs> it the Mark, one, Mark two. two. Mark two. <laughs> God damn it! That that's that's dumb. I'm not gonna do that, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, the plane is the plane is named Piccadilly Lily. Oh god, I'm never gonna be able to say that in one sentence. Piccadilly Lily. Piccadilly. Pick, 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 uh, pick a, the plane. The plane. The plane. The Bigglemobile. Even though it is not an automobile of any form. Um. Also, is so like it's what 1920, right? 1922. Okay. Yeah, any of you may go speak to your mentors about the decision to send you or whatever you want to, but if you don't have anything to pick up with them right now, you can just get together in the vicinity of London and take a flight over to Switzerland. Uh, yeah. Sure, I, uh, Garv will discuss with his mentor. Uh, remind me who your mentor is? Uh, I believe it was Disaster Dan or something. Oh, Dan like. Dynamite, the Dan, Walking Disaster. Dan Dynamite, the Walking Disaster. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget it. <laughs> you call him up, you just hear, whoo, and then explosions. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> Oh God! Stop! They are everywhere! Stop! <laughs> what is that? The building is on fire! Full stop! Hey, you'll be all right. Please, please do not take offense at the singed corners of this paper. <laughs> stop. So, uh, not that I don't, not that I don't appreciate being sent somewhere where they give free drinks, but uh, oh. Why am I needed here? I, I don't. I don't. I never even really went to school, let alone know anything about science. So, are you uh, calling him up, or are you going to go see him? 
Uh, if he's somewhere nearby, I'll just go talk to him. Yeah, he's around. Sure, yeah. He sits down in the room with you, drinking a glass of brandy, his arm in a sling, and his hat with a hole through the top of it. Well, you know, I figured that of all my protégés, he he gives you a cheeky grin at that. <laughs> You're the one who'd be most interested in exotic new discoveries and technologies. Well, that's true. There's, there's the kind of thing, stuff of that variety will be there then. Oh, all kinds of things. After all, the Ziggenheim Science Prize is given to the most exotic of science discoveries. You don't say. I do say. Well, maybe I will, uh, maybe I'll do more than just fill myself with drinks at this, uh, science shindig here. Maybe, maybe. And hey, even if you don't, huh? It's free booze. This is true. So, what happened to you? He looks down. He looks up. Tuesday, my dear boy. <laughs> Tuesday happened to me. I see. Well, I I hope uh, I hope Thursday brings you better luck. I don't know. I've got an appointment with five femme fatales that day. Three of them five. at the same time. I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if you knew them, you wouldn't be. <laughs> he stands up, stretches out a bit limps to one side of the room and pours himself another glass. Well, <laughs> is this like a, is this his room or like a public? Yeah, it's like a public room in one of the Century Club chapter houses. Sure. Wherever Garf- your base of operations is. Gar- Garf will pour himself a glass and then raise it in uh, Dan's direction and go to science. <laughs> to science. Takes a drink. All right. And on that, if anyone else wants to do a mentor scene, um, um, no, I'm good. Uh, Nova will write a, um, a letter back to her mentor, um, saying that she appreciates the, uh, the, the suggestion and will be, um, will be going post haste, uh, and also notes that she had a, also notes that it is, that, that, that was perhaps a good idea as she did have a vision last night about this in, in regards to this place. All right. She sends you back a letter saying cordially, I'm glad to hear you, you're willing to go. Just remember to trust your instincts when you're there. Sign Claire Holloway. And then she will pack up her things and uh, will, uh, is there any, it, it basically said to, 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 to uh, meet up with Biggles. Yep. I assume. Once yeah, they, they, they got Biggles uh, opinion on it first. To make yep. sure you guys had transportation. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he kits up the uh, the Piccadilly Lily and um, starts flying from wherever he was and starts making stops in cities to pick people up. Ah, you're actually gonna go pick them up? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is there any, is is there anything visually unique about your plan? Well, I just posted a picture of it in the chat, but it is um, a it's a prototype plane. Uh, so it's uh, it's a solid body. Um, fixed wing upper top plane um, that has been modified to be both uh, amphibious or to be both a seaplane and, and be able to land on normal runways. Um, and it looks like what's in the chat. So it's got a closed in compartment and um, it's a modified uh, military observer plane to be able to carry supplies and people and et cetera, et cetera. All right. Sounds good. 
And it's perpetually on fire. It's always on fire. And it's, it's also just, it's, it's also got it's a, a fair amount of machine guns. And it's a single wing. It is a single wing. Single wing. It's a prototype. Nice. A lot of people are gonna want their get their hands on that. Mm-hmm. But why would that come up this time? <laughs> it's only like we're flying it into a uh... <laughs> into a technology symposium. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just land it on the show floor. <laughs> I've got barnstormer. <laughs> Can I make a dashing entrance? Uh, so I, I'd like to. I'd like to. Pull... I'd like to point out that this symposium is taking place in a um, in a private ski lodge. So maybe don't park your plane on the symposium floor. <laughs> There's enough room for it. Is there is there a uh, I don't know is there is there a road I can land it near that's right next to the uh, to the ski lodge? You could slide down the mountain in it like it's a giant sled. Yes. Yeah. So you're like, uh, guys, try this thing out. I just invented it. It's called para- parachuting. No, <laughs> I think that was already. So, anyone have any objections to fast forwarding to when you're all in the Biggles craft? Uh, I'm, I'm fine. I was uh, when, when I was just gonna say that uh, when when um, Nova saw Biggles for the first time in a while, she she just be like, Ah, Mr. Biggles, pleasant to see you again. Lovely to see you again. Climb aboard. Thank you. Oh, speaking of which, August Manor has a runway and hangar. I don't know where he keeps the plane, but it might even be there. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming he flies around the world constantly. Yeah. It's, it's a good base of operations in London, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where he will uh, pick up the good... Uh, what is your character's name? Lord Summer. Lord Summer, yes. Well, that's his uh, fake name. Julius his alias August. name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Julius August. The good, the good Monsieur August. All right. I'm not going to have to adventure. I'm not going to have to parachute out this time, am I? Well, I've restocked on parachutes just in case we are landing in the mountains. <laughs> Almost certainly, oh. maybe not. <laughs> I'll 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 be ready. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. So I'll pile in and after a long, rather boring journey from uh probably England at the last part into Switzerland. You come into the vicinity of Zurich, though you stop at the mountains nearby. Unfortunately, the only really good place to land is sort of at the midpoint of the mountain. There's a sort of a large clearing where um, you've been given directions to land. All right. And, I, and I from, put her down perfectly. Yep. And from there, it is a trip across a bridge and a short walk up the mountain to get to the actual ski lodge. Lovely day for a walk. It is, in fact, not a lovely day for a walk. There it's is still a, a lovely day for a walk. <laughs> there is a snowstorm coming. Not one that seems significant enough to impair anything, really. Won't snow you in, won't stop aircraft from moving around. But there's a snowstorm coming. Mr. Biggles, I hate to say it, but I am inclined to disagree. <laughs> Nonsense! Stiff upper lip and all that. We'll start trudging off. Yeah, so I think I'll be retiring to the lodge with a canter of fine brandy. Well, we've got to get there first. Well, I certainly don't expect to walk. <laughs> he looks at you. Perhaps you could pay looks, Garb to carry you. Looks at the plane that's already parked and turned off. Looks at the road. We all have expectations, old boy. Not all of them are met. All right. Saif is correct, though. You may, you may, you may be able to to to, to pay Garv. Might do it. 
Did I did I hear something about money? <laughs> yes, would I trust this man to carry me? I think not. Let's go. <laughs> He'll <laughs> probably throw me. <laughs> no, they'd be throwing away a potential source of income. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you guys make it pretty easily up the mountain. It's not an arduous climb or anything. There's a trail right to the place. Alright. And and you come in out of the cold to the inviting embrace of the smell of freshly cooked food and the warmth of several fireplaces around the main hall. Well, this is lovely. You've reached the you've come just in time for the opening luncheon. Ah, excellent. There are people schmoozing about. Well, all right. Let's tuck in, chaps. Not if, if 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 I tuck in, you mean engage in schmoozing? Schmoozing? I think that's a good idea. Biggles already has food in his mouth. Yes, at the moment there is uh, coffee, hot chocolate, and free wine. All compliments of the Ski Lodge owners. Oh man, free wine. Yep. Who are the Ski Lodge owners, and would they wish to do me harm? <laughs> uh, you could ask around. You were never actually told who owns the Ski Lodge in particular. Um, Biggles inquires after a good cup of English tea. Sure. I'll ask around. That'd be contacting? Sure. Or, okay. Maybe contacting against an average difficulty, plus one, because several of these people will probably know. Well, I got four. Yay. Okay. Four is enough, and it even gets you a couple shifts. No, and it gets you a couple spin, which amounts to a shift. Yeah, so it doesn't take you long at all to schmooze amongst the the faceless science lovers, and okay. discover that the place is owned by one uh, Garrison Grayson, in fact. He doesn't always own it. It's sort of a timeshare deal. He owns it at this time of year. Wow. Okay, and we're supposed to trust this guy with the fate of the universe? Fate of the it's universe. a timeshare. <laughs> God damn it. He's not trying to become a centurion, mind you. He is just okay, a yeah. very rich man. <laughs> Fair enough. Not rich enough. Uh, that said, August starts making the rounds as someone of his status is expected to do. Sure, you'll be the first person who meets one of the major players. And uh, Nova will also, um, she'll also, she'll, 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 she'll get herself some wine and then uh, schmooze. All right. All right. Is anyone going in a group? If not, I'll just have you meet with uh, people individually. Uh, Biggles will tag along with the group. All right. Uh, who are you tagging along with? So Wait, far, people are splitting. It's like shoving hors d'oeuvres in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, I'll tag along with Nova. Okay. Hanging out by the uh, the refreshments. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I'll kind of just stand nearby Julius. All right. And so, be looping. Julius. Just having an exotic foreigner is a uh, sign of status. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a different time. Swarthy foreigner. Don't forget. Uh, Julius and Saif. You come upon a man who is drinking very slowly a uh, glass of hot chocolate. Uh, he's he looks very German in his facial structure. I'm sure many of you, uh, at least one of you, probably Julius, know, has done a lot of dealings with the Germans right now. Biggles has done a fair amount of dealings with the Germans, but Biggles has punched of... many faces with similar cheek structures <laughs> <laughs> and fired bullets at very very similar men. He appears somewhat unhappy at the moment, but he's got his hot chocolate nonetheless, and he's drinking it. He nods to you. And who might you be? Julius August. 
pleasure to meet you. Hmm. You as well. I am Humbar Nikte. Are you entering for the prize? No, of course. We are judges. Ah, ah, I see. I see. Are you a competitor for the prize? Yes, yes, but I prefer not to be in the spotlight for too long. I'd much rather be back in the lab. I'm a geological chemist, by the way. That's my field. Excellent to meet you. And I wish you all the best of luck. My impartiality as a judge, notwithstanding. Thank you. It means a... <laughs> I'm sorry. Ugh. Are you okay? Just a bit of a cold. It's, it's, it's fine. He looks down and frowns. He spilt a little bit of his hot chocolate on his, uh, on his dress shirt. I'll feel better, and we'll imagine we'll see you in the judging. Yes, uh, I think I'll adjourn early, but thank you. Thank you. I'll be back in time for the proceedings. And he starts stumbling out towards the uh, edge of the room. Not, not like a full drunken stumble. Like, he clearly had, he's clearly sober. He's just got a bit of listlessness in his walk from his cold. Let's see. Oh, and Saif, because you were there and you rolled well on that, uh, you rolled well on that check. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a little bit of information about Nikta. Yay! So he is a geological chemist. That much is true. Um, and he did seem to have a cold. And he definitely was not lying about not wanting to be in the public eye. His philosophy, you get, you've heard from some of the other people while you were getting information on the ski lodge, was uh, is basically moderation above all. He doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't eat to excess. So he's a little bit myth. He's probably a little bit myth that he got a cold and no one else did. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's not... I mean, that's that's more than moderation in all things. I mean, that's skipping out on lots of things. But okay, understandable. Yeah. He's not exactly comfortable at this party. All right. Nova and Biggles. Are you are you uh, looking for anyone in particular? Just waiting for someone to come by? Uh, just looking around the cl- around the crowd. Uh, you know, generally observing. All right. Across uh, across the room, you see a man in a tuxedo and a and a short and a short bowler hat, laughing happily while he plays chess with someone. Interesting chap over there. Yes, quite. Oh. Sure. Uh, a scientist strong arms his way between you. Hey, hey, how's it going? Oh, hello. Name's Dr. Gerald. Dr. Gerald? Dr. Michael Gerald. Sudo Novosel. Nice to meet you, nice to meet you. Hope you're not going for the prize, because I think I got it locked down. Oh. Uh, no, we are both judges. Richard Biggles. Good, good. You're going to love what I got for you, Biggles. Which would be? Talking dolphins. Talking, Talking dolphins. Dolphins. Talking dolphins. Uh, Sounds funny, I know, but it is it is the talk of the town right now. But not this town. I this uh, town. I imagine they don't do well in the mountains. <laughs> no, they don't indeed, Biggles. But I've got the data to back me up. I can do no wrong here. And what what would be the practical application of talking dolphins? Practical application? Well, I've had some that are smarter than some of my lab assistants. He elbows you sort of tactlessly. <laughs> I refrain from breaking his arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a mean elbow, just, huh? Huh? <laughs> also, I like to point out that uh, Biggles is still in, like, full flight gear. Like, wearing his, wearing his flight jacket, got his helmet on. Ah, pilot, eh? Goggles. What gave it away? 
the pilot clothes. <laughs> and, all, and, all, and all my experiences is one of the best. Ah, interesting, interesting. I'll have to remember that when I'm looking for someone to fly me somewhere. At your service, sir. Good to know, good to know. Claps you on the back. Well, it was nice to meet you, Biggles. You too, Miss Novacell. Thank you as well. And then when when he when he when he uh when he when when he leaves, just like fucking dolphins, huh? Apparently, rather odd one, but all right. Shame we couldn't see something like that. Well, it'll be interesting to see what he presents. Well, yes. You know, um, it doesn't have anything to do. I doubt that has anything to do with this particular vision I've had. Oh. Well, there's a particular vision that I've had regarding this place. This event entirely. A large black stone in a body of water. Hmm. Well, I've never known your visions to be anything less than completely correct, but I have frankly no idea how that could perhaps in any way be relevant. We'll have to find out. Yes, I'm wondering that too. I'm wondering that too. <laughs> and then, yeah, um, are those two gents still playing chess? Yeah, chess does tend to take a while. She will approach and just be like, who's winning? Um, does your character know anything about chess? Uh, I don't know. Do you learn anything about chess if you like, if you are a carny for a while? I mean, that, that, that depends. Like chess is a, like a game that some people would imagine a fortune teller knowing how to play, but yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> You look down, and uh, Grayson, and th- this man who's wearing a name tag that actually says uh, Garrison Grayson Arts Funder, the man in the suit and hat. Um, he he's got uh, the other person who's looking sort of downtrodden in a pretty deadly uh, setup for a spear that'll probably lead to an, a, a quick checkmate. The, oh. uh, the the other person just sort of waves his hand at you and says. Uh, he is. He's going to win. He always wins. Quite the chess player, then, Mr. Grayson. <laughs> oh, yes, quite. But it shouldn't It shouldn't bring you down, young Abram. Pats him on the shoulder. He doesn't seem too comforted. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Grayson, uh, thank you for hosting this whole, this, 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 this whole event. Oh, it's the least I could do. After all, I do love the scientific uh, discoveries that come out every year. Love hearing about them. Love being a patron for them. Love beating the, the owners of them at chess. Nudges Abram a little bit. <laughs> I just wanted to stop by and, and, and say thank you. Um, it's been fun so far. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, let me introduce you to one of the uh, one of the participants. This is Abram Brown. Oh, hello. I'm Soda Novosel. He puts out a weak handshake. Hey, um, I'm... Uh, seashells is my thing. Um, I'm presenting a paper on uh, the possibilities of organic construction. Organic construction? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Like, uh, like sea creatures, they can, they can build structures purely organically. Like, why can't we uh, extend that to uh, land construction? Grayson nods. Quite, quite. Hmm. That is fascinating, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I can win the Ziganine Prize. I look forward to your presentation. Yeah, yeah. She will then smile pleasantly and then uh, move along. All right, 
Anyone else still schmoozing? Garv, you haven't met anyone. Yep, he he's is, met a bottle. Uh, <laughs> he's getting a drinking. Yeah, he'll find someone to chat with. He'll uh, try and get the lowdown on. He wants to see if the, if there's some really cool sciency things that you know might be useful and worth something. Sure. He's going. He's going to see what's around. What? Who's the favorite? What people are knowing? Uh, make me an empathy check. Or something else, if you think you have something more, uh... Uh, I was gonna try... I was think I had, uh, contact. Contacting Con- in mind for gathering info. Alright, contacting works. Alright, so... Four, four, for, four dice, correct? Four sixes? Yeah, uh, four fudge dice. I linked in the roller for them a little while ago. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I can just roll these sixes here. But roller I, might be, uh... I'll link it again for you. Thank you. Someone probably just linked it nope no one linked it roller might be better because then i then i then the rolls are not subject to the horrible luck that happens to me whenever i roll anything manually there it is to get a really good idea of who the front runners are right now you're gonna need a good which is a total of plus three okay uh i got plus three exactly wonderful because I, so, I take it, I I take it, I take the minuses and pluses and do it with whatever my plus is at, uh, whatever skill level my ability is at. Uh, yeah, just add up the pluses and minuses and then add your skill. Add my skill. Okay. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Plus three is good. All right. You get a you get a couple of names for the front runners of the experiments, though they don't mean too much to you quite yet. They're ma- mostly ma- mentioned by name. The people in these conversations sort of expect that each other sort of knows what discovery goes to what scientists. There's only about 20 competitors. The names you get are Michael Gerald, um, Hombar Nikta, Roger Rocks, R-O-X, and Friedrich Zeram as uh, the front runners. Uh, what was the second one again? Uh, Humbar Nikta. Humbar Nikta. Uh, K-N-I-C-H-T-E. All right, these are these are our front runners. Yes, th- those are the four sort of main competitors for the prize right now. Also, how good are the drinks? Are they cheap drinks, or is it? Uh... No, it, it's not exactly spared every expense quality, but it's good. All right, okay. maybe, maybe better than you're used to. Probably, I don't. I don't think Garv is used to very high quality drinks in most places. You probably visited Lord Summer's place once, and holy shit, man comes up to you. I don't think tape. Lord Summer lets him ch- touch the good stuff, though. I was, <laughs> gonna, I was gonna say he he was only served well well liquor and was still impressed. <laughs> yeah. a, 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 like a small alarm goes off. Whoop whoop whoop. Why no alert? <laughs> <laughs> they made you take the servants' entrance and stuff. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, a somewhat smarmy-looking man walks up to you in a very nicely tailored uh, suit. Enjoying the proceedings? Uh, just got here, but yeah, not too, not too bad. <laughs> I agree. I agree, sir. I'm Dr. Zeram. Uh, Dr. Zeram, uh, Garfibrizo. Nice to meet you, nice to meet you. Are you in the competition? Uh, nope, I am... Uh, associates with some of the judges. Oh, I see. Are you one of the judges? Uh, not me and myself, I'm afraid. I, uh, 
afraid I don't know uh, too much, but I'm interested. I heard there's some pretty wonderful things going on here, so I'm interested to see what they can, what you guys can do. Ah, I hear, I hear you're one. Yep, I hear you're one of the favorites to win. <laughs> he he smiles even more widely. Yes, yes, I suppose that is possible. Have you heard what I'm presenting? No, what do you tell? So I'm doing a presentation on the effects of magnets on physiology, which I know sounds boring and unexotic, but I do have a potential map of the brain from it that I think is going to go over well. Hmm. Uh, what all could you do with a map of a brain? I mean, kind of... Any number of things. I mean, for a very long time, the brain has been sort of a mystery to our doctors. If something goes wrong to the brain, you have to send the patient off to a common psychologist. Too, too true, too true. This'll bring a little bit of science back into the art of dealing with the mind. Well, I'm no stranger to getting knocked in the noggin, so I, I, I do like the idea of uh, people actually being able to tell what's going on up there. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, I've said the same thing for a long time. Take Grayson, for example. He points over towards the chess match. He's not a scientist anymore. He's a patron now. One should stick to what they know best. Hmm. What's his story? Oh, like I said. Used to be a scientist. Now he's a patron. Better for everyone. Uh, see. Spoilers, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I hear you loud and clear. Better for for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I had my way, they'd have locked him up. Uh, uh, Pats you on the shoulder, keeping well, you uh, at arm's length. Well, back to chatting up the judges, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think I do. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Knee strolls away. What an asshole. <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So do we do we all know um, that uh, Grayson was a scientist once? Um, it's and not young. too hard to find out about. No one's really talking details, but it's not secret that he used to be a scientist. Okay. Well, uh, they're here to to sort of investigate his credentials. So, um, uh, no, Nova will. Uh... Abram Brown walks away, having just gone under checkmate from several different angles. Biggles will offer to play Grayson next. Ah, another opponent. Wonderful. Have a seat, Mr. What was it? Richard Biggles. Biggles. Grayson. Lovely to meet you, sir. Same to you. Same to you, I'm sure. Alright, what do I have to roll to play? Um, let's see. There's a couple um, skills that would probably be actable here. What have you got? Uh... Nothing that's really applicable. <laughs> Can I roll endurance? It is probably not going to be that long of a game. Might would this maybe be a piloting check? <laughs> it is absolutely not a piloting check. <laughs> do you, you have academics? De- do you have deceit? Uh, I do have deceit. I have deceit at a plus. You two. could you could try yeah. and bluff him. Yeah, you um, could try, de- you could or... try deceit to pull off a surprising could I, gambit. Could I roll alertness to play passively and be aware of what he's trying to do, and then hmm. let's call this. Actually, no. Biggles wouldn't be passive. Deceit. Deceit, it is. All right. I got. I got nothing. But oh dear. That's four pluses. 
he he pulls oh, right you, james is gming he he pulls you into a scholar's mate by move seven well i'm finished and that's checkmate <laughs> just be glad it wasn't the fool's mate yeah my skills are a bit rusty ah no matter no matter he did fine no need to patronize me sir i am aware but uh, it's my job to patronize you i am the patron <laughs> Uh, but he shakes your hand. He's very cordial about it. Yeah. Right? Is it? I. Hmm. I. Uh, that, since that was a short enough game, would you mind if I sat down and played one played one against you? Go ahead. Never she... play chess with someone who can see the future. She will psychic this up. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't. <laughs> I can see I can see you're starting off strong with your power here. Are 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 are, are you like using your like she one has... of your fortune tellings? No no no. She has she has the psychic stunt. Oh she God. can use she can use mysteries for a lot of things. Um, like like defen- he... like uh like mo- mostly defenses. Give me a mysteries minus two, because every time you make a move to counter one of his, he changes his entire strategy. That's fair. I got a mysteries minus two. That's plus three. I got a four. Uh, You get a four? Yeah. All right. Uh, Between your fortune telling and his um, and his just innate knowledge of chess, you two managed to work yourself into a stalemate. Huh. I haven't had one of those in a year now. Well played. Well played indeed. She'll, she'll shake his hand. He smiles wide. Where did you learn how to play chess? Um. She'll she'll let's see. I it's part of my profession. I'm a fortune teller, you see. He raises one eyebrow. Interesting, interesting. At a science symposium. Yes, there's plenty of science in fortunes and future. Hmm. But knowing the future is what I do best. He raises he he his both of his eyebrows raised for a second. He looks over his glasses at you. Are you uh Are you one of them? I'll clap him on the shoulder while I'm standing next to him. Took you long enough. He Chill. smiles he smiles wide. Oh, it's so great to meet you. <laughs> she she smiles pleasantly and sips her wine. I promise you, you will not be disappointed by tonight. We are looking forward to it. Yes, yeah. And the symposium tomorrow should be even better. Oh, by the way, have you checked in with room sir with the uh, front desk to get your rooms? No, we've only just arrived. Ah, see. Yes, fantastic. Have... You'll you'll have the finest accommodations. Well, everyone will have the finest accommodations. Thank you. Uh, on that note, I should, uh, in the interest of maintaining um, my luggage, I'm going to have to go check in. Wonderful. Back. Smiles and sets the board back up for any challengers. Meanwhile, Julius, Saif. Continue looking for notable people. Sure. You find one. Let me find the bio. I set them on fire. Uh, what? Uh, no, wait, sorry. Stop setting my plot on fire. I can't. <laughs> Why that, can't I that... hold all this fire? Um... You meet a pleasant man in uh, in not too fancy clothes, dress suit, slacks, drinking a glass of wine. Comes up to you, enjoying the party so far. Oh, of course, it's a very fine party. Indeed, indeed. 
And it should only be better once the symposium rolls around. Yes, definitely very fine. Tell me, what is it you do outside of Zurich? Sips out of his wine. Outside of Zurich, you say? He glances to you, back to Saif, back to you. Do I recognize this dude? No, not in particular. So he'll say... <laughs> I don't know, I guess he's just going to try to... Who are you, sir? Name's Roger Rocks, and that's what I'm about. I'm a geologist. I see. How quaint. Well, quaint's one way to put it. I have a proposition for you if you're interested. Very well. I'll accept any proposition. I'll at least hear it. All right. So, what do you think is at the middle of the Earth? Well, I'll defer this being a proposition. That's the point. See, what I need is funding and daring people to work for me to journey to the center. And how do you propose this? Well, it would require a great deal of funding, of course, but I am working with several engineers to create a digging machine. I see. Send your proposal to this address. He hands out a business card. He looks at you kind of flatly. You're not interested, are you? Well, perhaps it could be persuaded. That said, I don't know what to expect at the center of the Earth, but there's a limited amount of money in the world. Uh, give me an empathy check. Zero, apparently. Zero. You catch the faintest hint of a scowl when he seems to fall under the notion that you aren't going to accept his offer. Uh, Saif, you don't get anything. Well, I'm at least willing to hear your proposal. Mm, indeed. Well, nice meeting you, gentlemen. I'll be nice around. Nice to meet you too, Mr. Rocks. Keep sipping his wine as he walks off in a little bit of a huff. So I says, so say, what's at the center of the earth? Mm, probably fire. It's always fire with you. Well, I suppose you would know. It would be the best, uh, I suppose the most logical center of the earth. He, he has like a thousand yards stare right now. Yes, believe. He continues looking for unnotable people. Okay. Meanwhile, Garv. Yep. You get a clap on your. You you get a hand clapping on your shoulder. It's happening a lot this like at this party. Oh. Hey, it's you. Hey, it's uh. Oh, come just... on! Surely you recognize old Tony Drake. Does he? Uh, yes, you worked with him to try to get the Zizigy. Tony's a lady. Ah, that's right. Tony's a lady? But do we know that yet? I, I, I'm assuming if, if you're running into them, then yes. Fine, Tony's a lady, sure. It's wonderful to see you. Oh, hey. It's good to see you too. <laughs> what are you doing at a fancy party like this? I have... Mostly I'm drinking. <laughs> Same old Fabrizio. No, uh, no, I'm here with co I'm here with a few of the judges, you know, checking out all the fancy science contraptions and things. Yes, who you come with? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, oh, you remember? Uh, you remember Saif? Her smile flattens. Ah, you're still slumming it with him. Every now and then, he's. I mean, what can I say? He got the better of us that one time, but you know, it happens. I move on. Well, he, I, I hope he's enjoying my artifact. 
I'm not sure he enjoys much of anything, really. He always seems to be... He, he's... He's a... He's a very serious man. Yes, yes, I got that impression. Uh, don't let it get to you. I tried to... I tried shaking one of the damn things and blew up on me, so... <laughs> Same old Garv, indeed. <laughs> well, anyway... What, bring, be... what brings you here? Oh, my, myself? Well, when offered a, a free drinks comes in, I'd be certainly not wise to turn it down. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> and see, I'm... Uh, I'm performing a I'm performing a service for one of the scientists, and he insisted I come along to this party. Oh, don't tell me you've gotten out of the treasure industry and into the science industry. <laughs> oh, there's still plenty of treasure where I'm going, friend. Oh, is that so? Oh, indeed. Well, if you're ever if you're ever looking for uh, you know another uh, worthy partner again, I'm sure things will work out better next time. Yes. I think thirty seventy. She smiles at you. Oh, that's that's low. <laughs> you, fine. I see how it is. I I I see it. I know when I'm not wanted. He, goes, he pretends <laughs> like he's going to go off and then turns back around. <laughs> we can haggle when it comes to it. The word to the wise. I suggest staying away from that Saif fellow. Oh. Yes. Something off about him. Hmm. Well. You mean more off than usual because he's he's kind of off most of the time. I that's that's the part that worries me. <laughs> yes, well, I figure I look better he carry the magic things that are going to blow up than me. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Though if he had any sense to him, he'd have sold it right off the bat. Could have made a mint. Yes, well, he seemed rather insistent. <laughs> Well, all the worse for him, then. I'll be around. I need to go scope out some of the other refreshments. Hmm. I'm bored of this table. I'm going to the other table. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If you, if, you, if you spot a whale, let me know. <laughs> Will do. Ooh, be Wellingtons. <laughs> this other table is amazing. <laughs> all right. Does anyone want to... That's that's most of the uh, big players in this. Does anyone want to go around and talk to anyone? Um, I'll probably stop following Julius around because he's being he's offending people constantly. <laughs> maybe I don't want to be super associated with him at this point. I'm the one that's offending people. What? <laughs> A thousand yards there, man. I'm pretty sure I'm the least offensive person in the crowd, even still. True. <laughs> There's a lot of pride that comes with science. Popular science, anyway. Uh, let's see. Is, is there a like library or something going on? Like, Or is there somewhere that might have... I'm trying to think of how I could research this Grayson fellow. I, I mean, there's probably a library, but it's probably filled with, like, yeah, you know, shock, shock novels, like, trashy romances. It's a ski lodge, after all. Do you want to make a contacting check about Grayson? Um, I suppose, but I'll be trying to keep it kind of on the down low. But kind of go at it from the side rather than, so what's the deal on that guy? All right. I heard he used case, to be a scientist and then murdered a million people or whatever. 
In that case, give me a contacting restricted by deceit. If your deceit is lower, then take a minus one. I think they're the same. In that case, just make a roll. Yep, they're both at plus two. Okay, and what's the difficulty? Um, the I difficulty... one, because that's what I got. One will get you some information, but not a lot. Then you know what? Yeah. I think I might just see... Uh... Thinking of spending a fate point on something? Yeah, I'm going to spend a fate point and invoke Custos of the Morosignus because he's he's learned a little bit of secrety stuff, you know, kind of spy stuff, a little bit. Because it's a secret society, it's not like a in-your-face society. All right. So are you going to do this with the idea that maybe there's another Morosignus connect- connected person here? Or I'm, I'm just invoking it for the plus two. Hmm. Let's see. Because it, it's basically he'd be trained and because he's doing it in a deceitful kind of way that kind of right. matches the modus operandi of that secret society. Let's see. Do, 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 do. So it'd be a three. Yeah, sure. Sure. Plus three gets you gets you a good amount of information. Um, Grayson was sort of, well, he's always been seen as an eccentric man, but his eccentricities have sort of been mas- masked by the large amount of money he throws around. In favor of the arts, of course, and he definitely seems sincere on wanting to help the arts. But you do get the general sense that uh, Grayson has done some things that he is, uh, has done some science that he's not necessarily proud of. Nothing shady, just something not, uh, something that sort of got laughed out of academia. Like he brought a, uh, like vinegar and uh, baking soda volcano to like a a grown up science fair. Not quite that. It's just the sort of thing where, um, he he went too far to explore a discovery that no one else really believed in or thought was worthwhile. Gotcha. Okay. But he seems happy where he is now, paying off uh, parts. He's super rich. Yeah. Yeah, he seems <laughs> happy being one of the super rich with his private ski lodge. <laughs> All right. And by the way, at this point, it's getting a little bit late in the night. People are starting to walk off to their rooms. Uh, Biggles will go check in and make sure everybody's stuff is secured and check out the room and make yeah, sure there's no pro- ninja assassins. Very professional operation. Uh, very, very nice rooms. Just incredibly comfortable beds with so many comforters. Uh, full, a fully stocked little, uh, a little sort of bar, mini bar, that has uh, plenty of fine Swiss liquor in it. All right. Excellent. Just a very nice little area. Every everything has been modified to have a writing desk suit, suitable for you know, drafting on it, just in case anyone wants to make any modifications before they present. Uh, is there anything you want to know about the rooms? Are or they booby trapped? Yeah, definitely uh, that. Roll me an alertness check. Alrighty, okay. I can do that. I'm doing that too because that's definitely something I want to know. Uh, I got a one. A one. Uh, you are pretty certain they are not booby trapped. Okay. I got a zero. You are less certain they are not booby trapped, but they're probably not booby trapped. Okay. Um, oh, what, what are we rolling for this alertness? Yeah. What's our view, <laughs> view look like? Do we have? You know, are we looking out onto the mountains? Or are there no windows in our rooms? Or um, your views for the moment are pretty stunning, though you know that's going to change when the snowstorm comes in. Yeah. And that's that's going to be in the next hour or so. But right now, basically, you have almost a sheer drop to uh, to the mountain, which then slopes off fast enough that you get a beautiful view of the surrounding Swiss countryside. Okay, cool. The moon is st- the 
the moon is starting to rise up over the horizon as the sun sets on the other side. You, <laughs> Sir Noah Sal is also certain that these rooms are not booby trapped. <laughs> Excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly checking to see if you get like a minus four in which you are completely uncertain these rooms are booby trapped. <laughs> or a plus eight, in which case we actually find the trap. <laughs> we find the ninja assassin. It's redundant. Go. You're redundant. <laughs> No, he's, no. See, he's got he's, you there. He's he's there to assassinate ni- any ninjas that happen to be oh, in the proceedings. He's a feature of the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ass- yes. He's a Swiss ninja assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Only the finest in anti-ninja security measures. For he's, not here, he's not here right now. He's busy skiing and shooting people <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Uh, Garv, Garv is mostly examining the drinks. <laughs> By examining, I mean drinking. All right, and this is a pretty good place to uh, crash out from the drinks. The party yep. downstairs is winding down anyway. Oh, at least there's one person here who's not a stuffy academic. Are they, do do they all have rooms near each other? Uh, yeah, you're put in somewhat similar rooms, mostly because you checked in at roughly the same times. Oh, did I at any point notice that Tony Drake was there? Um, let's see. Uh, do you stay for long after the people start milling out? Because if and you, and if or you, do you talk to Garv? Yeah. I <laughs> try to avoid that. <laughs> um. Whenever possible, I try to avoid that. <laughs> yeah. But he's a good uh, source of information. You just have to put up with the rest of the stuff that comes with it. Yeah, well, I basically saw him more or less just drinking and not schmoozing as much as everyone else. So I'll just assume he's here for the drinks. Um, eh, probably not too long into it. He has to ward his room, so. Okay. Does warding do anything in particular? Is this a use of mis- mysteries I don't know about? I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Actually, it, there, 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 there was nothing for that. Arcane lore, artificing. Well, if it makes you feel better, you can roll mysteries anyway. <laughs> sure. Mesmerism. You can mesmerize the the room. That's no, you there can't. There we go. I will hypnotize the room into thinking it's not a room. That's you. Can't, you can't do that. It is, 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 the, the, is, closest, is, the closest thing to a mesmerism in this whole place is. Uh, okay, I got plus around. five. The, the 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 room is now a room that is that it is aware that it is aware that it is a room. It does not want to be a room. All right. Uh, is it boarded in a way that like the housekeeping will be mad at you? Like, are you drawing things, or is it just like a prayer sort of thing? There's probably like some small talismans I put up or something. Okay. If it's just stuff you're hanging, then no one's gonna be too mad at you for it. Yeah. So I mean, there's a sixth sense use of mysteries, so it could be like preempt, like getting that handy, but it's mostly for weird shit. Okay. So is everyone settling in for the night? Uh, the um, the party downstairs is starting to wind down. Yep. Are there plenty of people that are intoxicated down there? Um, when people become too intoxicated to really function too much, they start lumbering off to their rooms pretty quickly. But either way, are there people that are just kind of that? that there's there's there... some tipsy people, sure. Suda likes to do the job that she does all the time. All right. You're met with various amounts of skepticism, considering this is a science symposium. And, and August doesn't sleep. 
What? Not when there's a party going on. <laughs> like, the party is dying pretty quickly. He is the party. It's not dead until he leaves. He will yeah. leave just before it could be considered to have died while he was there. <laughs> the, the 60s died for me the day we sold our freak van. December 31st, 1969. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah... She'll, she'll basically like she she's not with skepticism, but that's kind of what she was expecting, and she'll try and like edge people in to to lowering skepticism. Okay, uh, just roll me a mysteries check. I got a five. All right, you get a few people who are sort of somewhat interested in what you're doing, and you see one or two people who are just sort of standing agape at a. Uh, and trying to figure out figure out reasons for why you know what you know. You start muttering to the, each other about how you probably knew those people already. It's like, oh, it's all in the face. It's all in the face. It's cold reading, my dear boy. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Probably. It's all right if you want your fortune taken. We're, t- we're told. Uh, no, 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 no. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. If you're certain. They sort of eye you as they walk off. Um, but, uh, yeah, she'll just, she'll, you know, with, with, with yeah, she don't even want to make money here. She doesn't want to make money anymore. Yeah, she just does it for the fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I do a fortune telling, though? Yeah, you can do twice a session, so sure. Yeah, what do I do for that? Do I just uh-huh. roll mysteries? Let me check for you. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. It's in here. I know it. Uh, mysteries. The base difficulty is mediocre, and there and the three criteria to judge of uh, whether a prediction can be made are specifics, presentation, and obscurity. Okay. Prediction should never be too specific. Blah blah blah. Obscurity is a complementary component to specifics. Good fortune usually is cloaked in metaphor and can be taken a number of different ways. Say the fortune will come to your family. Blah blah blah. blah. Presentation is about how it's told. It's not like a fortune or reading a horoscope from the paper has no sense of deep mystery. A proper fortune requires an appropriate set of props like tarot cards, chicken bones, tea leaves, the I Ching, or something similar. Uh, or at least a great show of ritual and incantation. First two about the text of the prediction, the players try, uh, blah, 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 the creating version, they role play the revelation of that text. Okay. Uh, okay. Which is not method of the difficulty increases by two. Yep, gotcha. Okay. So, All right, so what prediction do you want to tell? I would like to tell a prediction of either good or poor tidings to come for to to, to come to this uh to uh the, the 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 folk here for the symposium. So something good or something bad? Yes, if one is going to outweigh the other, essentially. Hmm. Well, you, this isn't yeah. this. You you tell yeah. the fortune. Yeah, a, a fortune telling is, isn't a request for information from me. It's basically you're declaring stuff yeah. that's going to happen in a vague way. Yeah, it's I'm going to say this is going to happen, and depending on how you do it, the difficulty changes. Huh. So if it's really like vague, if it's basically if you present it well, um, you don't have a ton of specifics, and it's obscure, like phrased in metaphor and stuff like that. That it's that's only mediocre difficulty. Okay. Uh, if you make it more specific, the difficulty goes up, or if you make it less obscure, so if you say it more obviously, that goes up, or if you get rid of the presentation, 
the difficulty goes up. And basically, if you pass, then the fortune, then that fortune is a thing that is in effect. Okay, I'm gonna hold off on that. I didn't know that's how it worked. Sure. Um, I thought I, I thought it was like I had to make a vague prediction and then roll for it, and then the GM says if that is a thing or not. So what I'm gonna do, I'm I'm gonna hold off on that and say that she basically just spent the the, the evening at the party while while I'm down, just the one the be poisoning the minds of young scientists with all this magic. Um, and I will try and come up with an idea for fortune. Okay. And while someone else is in scene. All right. Because that will uh, require me to actually write something. So what are you doing, Julius? The others seem to be mostly milling off. He's going to try to investigate Grayson. Uh, Grayson is still there. Well, yeah, he's here to evaluate him. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably no on my way. Chess game. On my way, I probably would have mentioned to Julius that I can share what I found out once we retire to our rooms. Uh, if that's the case, he'll excuse himself temporarily to get that information. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll just pass it along. That he, he did some not-so-great science and decided just to be rich and pay other people to do science, basically, and art. Uh, and that he seems fairly happy in the position, and they no real shady dealings or anything. Um, so that's a plus, kind of. Shitty dealings can be useful. Okay. Well, after that, he'll uh, go back to the party and try to investigate Grayson. All right. There's opening at his chess game if you want to sit down. Yeah, hopefully. Ah, nice to meet you. Yes, pleasure to meet you. A beneficent host, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Garrison Grayson. Julius August. A pleasure. A pleasure. And uh, do you want to make a roll to CIU chess? Yeah. All right. What skills should it be based on? Um, so, what was it we called it? I mean, my best are Deceit or Rapport, followed by Resolve. Um, what did we call as it As far as things time? that may be useful. What did we use for Biggles? Deceit. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you... Yeah, you can give me a Deceit roll. Four. All right, you play well. You play very well compared to some of his uh, previous matches. But in the end, he pulls a very tricky move with a knight coming around to your back rank and cutting off several of your king's exits. He pulls you into checkmate by the end of the night. But while that's happening, uh, you can just talk with him if you want. Yeah, he talks with him. He says, why did you organize this event? Because I'm a patron of the sciences. I see. Do I need another reason? No. It is just rather pricey, I suppose, is all. True, but science comes with its prices and it has great benefits. Considered an investment for the human race. Yes, I suppose that's true. Though I completely understand not wanting to pull too deep into your pockets for this sort of thing. It's just a personal passion of mine. Very good. And I guess he'll try to roll rope four or something to get on Grayson's good side. Sure. Six. All right. He's uh, joking and laughing with you by the end of the game. You've, he's clearly fond of you. You're a good man, August. I respect you. Quite a bit. Do you offer any information about yourself? Uh, not too much, aside from his public persona as a playboy. Gotcha. His various exploits. He doesn't even get into what he did during the war. Yeah, he smiles wide and sincerely. Seems a, seems a very nice sort of life. Yes, I'm fond of it. Mm-hmm, I bet you are. Check. Yes, yeah, so that's 
He plays chess. Yep. And it's not too long. And checkmates. Well played, sir. Yes, well played. Good match. Indeed, indeed. So are you judging tomorrow? Indeed I am. You don't know the judges of your own events? Uh, it doesn't come up too often. After all, I'm not a competitor. Though, may I say, Abram Brown has some very impressive research going. What is he researching? Um, organic construction. Basically, seashells of that sort applied to land construction. Could be an interesting new way, to, uh, interesting new method for architecture. Very good. I'd be interested to see all the notes and all that, but I suppose that will come. Oh, certainly. Plenty of time tomorrow for it. Shall we adjourn for the night? The party's sort of dying down. Yes, very well. All right. He uh, packs up his uh, his set. Um, give me a... Let's see, what would a notice check be? Alertness. Yeah, give me an alertness. Negative one. All right. He picks. He packs up his chest set and walks out of the room. Oh, uh, yeah. anyone, anyone else who uh, was playing chess with him or hanging around for a while, uh, make me an alertness test. Okay. Okay, sure. Uh, I got a three, right? Yeah, three. I got a two. Okay. All right. Those of you who make a make a two or higher, um, you all notice that this man always played black all night. Interesting. A defensive player. All right. Is everyone packing in for the night? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I think I now have the prediction I want to make. All right. Do you want to make it now or later? She'll, she'll, uh, as as she's uh she's settling into bed, she'll do a, a three card a, a three card draw for to uh to make a to make a prediction about the uh about the symposium as a whole. All right, read it off to me. So she makes a three card draw of um the high priest the high priestess reversed, death and the tower reversed. Okay, what's it mean? The meaning, she interprets is a collective of scientists or a, a collective of intuitive minds come together to co- come come together into one place meeting one another interact with one another influencing other each other to lead to the creation of something that could change things for the worse okay all right give me <laughs> A plus two uh, that's uh, mediocre with no penalty for presentation because of the cards and no penalty for specifics since it was fairly vague, but with a uh, with a penalty for sort of not being sort of cloaked in metaphor. It was just sort of a straightforward thing. So basically roll mysteries minus two and try to get a zero or higher. Okay. I made it. I got okay. a five. I'll take that into consideration. Sounds good. So I think it basically just acts as setting a... Uh, okay, so there's sort of a... It's a, de- it's a declaration action. So there's an aspect set on the scene? Pretty much, yeah. I believe that's what that does. All right. So there's now an, there's now, uh, an aspect on the sort of adventure called um, Nova Cell's Prediction. And Nova Cell 
and possibly other very important people in this story can tag it with fate chips, fate points. Four effects, just effects. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was so also I was just doing it because I don't really know how it works, and I thought of a really cool fortune. Yeah, that's, fine. A, uh, that's fine. Basically, all good. You can you, the first tag you do on this is free, so you can tag it for plus two on something related. To, oh, pardon me, to that prediction, and get plus two on a roll related to it. But after that, you spend spend a fate point to. Um, yeah. So yeah. at at some point before the prediction becomes inapplicable you can spend a fate point to either re-roll a die roll that's relevant or get plus two to a relevant die roll okay yeah and the first time is free yep first time's free okay so pack in and you packing in to sleep after that yeah that is okay. that is a disturbing notion um and she goes to sleep okay everyone roll me an alertness roll god damn it we didn't check thoroughly enough for ninjas we should have checked <laughs> you, for you, you did say you were looking for traps Plus four. God damn it. Mm. Plus um, four? Plus four. Plus one. Oh, apparently I'm very good at alertness. At least in this instance. Plus six. Hot damn. <laughs> I rolled three pluses on a plus three skill of mine. <laughs> Something happens in the night, Gar fucking knows. <laughs> there are cats Spies are light sleepers. <laughs> well, it's not always a good thing, yes. Alright, Kevin still has to come back. Doop, doop, doop. Kevin, roll alertness. You're attacked by zeppelins. Minus two. Unless something happens, you're going to get a restful night's sleep. <laughs> Every, everyone else, you're awakened by a shriek in a room nearby. I leap to my feet and scramble forward, pistol drawn, running to the uh, the sound of the scream. I leap to my feet and uh, rush forward, fists at the ready. <laughs> sure. I... Garv stumbles stumbles out of bed. Uh, make sure he's got some uh, knives hidden up his sleeves or somewhere on his person that is easily accessed, and goes to oh, see yeah. what the hell this is all about. Yeah, you roll well enough that you're perfectly alert. You have the things you need. Everyone else is a little bit groggy. Yeah, it's uh, well, Nova will uh, will I don't know clutch whatever probably the nightgown she has on and will step outside and look down the hall. A couple of other people are sort of concernedly looking around. Um, you're fairly certain that the um, that the scream came from the door across from yours. You didn't quite see who was in it. But all the doors in this area don't really have locks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guard. Yeah. yeah, sorry, good. Oh, so yeah, Garv, if he knows, if he has a good idea what door it's in, he'll go up to the door and knock on it and be like, Oi! Everything alright in there? There's no response. Only a very light whistling noise. Oh, it doesn't sound good. He's He'll try the door. Door opens. Is anyone going to wake August for this? Nope, we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you go in, and the room is in perfect condition, and the window's open. Hill, is there anybody? I rush to the window. The room. Yep. Right, you go to the window. You look it outside. The sash. The, the sash was really bad. <laughs> um, the snowstorm has come to the ski lodge. It's a bit hard to see out, and if you look down, which I assume you do, you see a great number of jagged rocks below you. My God, she's fallen to her death. 
it, it wasn't necessarily a woman's scream. Biggles says it yeah. anyway. Is Garth, Garth, <laughs> Garth makes sure that there's, you know, no one actually in the room. Like, is the room empty? Is there no one here? No one's in the room. Has he really fallen to his death? Did you see anything out there? I look up out the window. Oh. Yeah, and say Garb's immediate thought is somebody climbed on the outside. Alright, don't see anything on the outside of the window. Mm-hmm. Whose room was this? It's at this, point, it's at this point that Tony Drake walks in. Uh, oh, uh, Scythe's perpetual scowl, like, deepens by, like, five <laughs> degrees. What is it, friend? And then he'll turn and see her. You! Drake, Drake <laughs> pokes a hand to one hip. Scythe, what did you do to Nikta? This is Nikta's room? Yes. Nikta. German was... fellow. My boss. He didn't do nothing. We opened the door and the room was empty. Well, we heard a commotion first, a, a scream, and then we came running. What are you doing here? I came to investigate when I heard the scream of my employer. Mm, yes, but a likely what are you story. doing here? Here at the symposium? Yes. Well, nothing anymore. <laughs> he just puts sand to his forehead. It's starting all over again. <laughs> It begins. <laughs> uh, no one else seems to really be coming to the room. Screams don't tend to attract a lot of nosy people in the dark. Oh yeah, of course. There's there are nosy people. It's just not attracting them. So that's that's like that's like an intelligent thing to not when it's dark. Yeah. Um, anyone looking for details can give me an investigation. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I'll try that. Ooh. Tagging aspect plus, gets plus two, correct? Uh, yeah. Uh, plus two or a reroll or a reroll, I believe. Um, yeah. Looking, since I don't have investigation, um, or can we use like alertness to investigate? Is there a specific skill? I don't. I'm not sure. You can roll alertness, and it will give you different information. Okay, um, and then tagging eyes and ears head on a swivel. Um, eyes and ears okay. head on a swivel for plus two. So I'll spend that. Sure. Oh, actually, wait. Instead of, I just remembered something I could potentially do. Nice. That was useful. Can I roll? Can I roll burglary to see if the room was broken into? Yes, you can. Nice. Uh, let's see. So it's minus. All right. So, so forget my old. Forget nice my old thing. So. That was sure. Plus four alertness. Okay. Nice. So, um, how how thorough of an examination are you giving here? No one's really coming in or anything. It's particularly those who are using investigation. Uh, Big- I mean, Biggles will search every inch of the room if we've got time. Yeah, you got plenty of time. No one's coming. Um, yeah. I mean, if the rest of the folks are investing in the room, I'm gonna. Ah, oh, jeez, it's probably. Hmm. I'm gonna see who all is floating around the hallway and who all is absent. It was Julius. It was probably Julius. All right, so the burglary check uh, makes it pretty obvious that this room was not broken into. It was just opened, and you can't really tell how recently. It's a door that opens and closes a lot. Uh, Whatever happened in here, no one broke in. Yeah, there's no signs of a struggle. Um, Biggles, you notice that the mini bar is about half full of the alcohol that was provided for everyone. Uh, Does it look like it's been drunk or just like ransacked? Uh, like, just some of the bottles are gone. Okay. Someone had a fine time. Look here. Hmm. No no one looks here? Look here. Uh, <laughs> I said I, I look, look here. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I, was, was, outside. I, was, I was looking. Oh, he's got booze left. Well, I suppose he won't be needing it. 
<laughs> oh, oh, okay. You actually uh, did pretty good on the burglary checks. So I will tell you, the window was opened from the inside. Ooh, interesting. Huh. Whoever, if this isn't if this isn't some kind of freak accident and something happened, whoever was in here was invited in here. No one broke in. No one climbed in through the outside of the window. Um, Novacell. Yes. Um, you start looking through some of the papers on his desk. They are in perfect, perfect condition, just sitting there in a neat stack. But looking through them, they're not in order. Interesting. Like, pretty badly out of order. Hmm. Oh, that's not right. The papers are all, all, all out of order. Just kind of... And there's another thing that both, um, that both Biggles and Saif notice. One of his uh, clothes drawers is open. Okay. And his clothes are nicely folded inside. However, one one of the one of the shirts that's folded in the piles has a hot cocoa stain. Aha! This is the shirt mm. he was wearing earlier when he was around and about. I saw it. I saw it much much earlier. Hmm. Indeed. So he changed. Looks at Tony. Was your boss a? Did he have a companion? Uh, she blushes a little. Uh, no. Uh, is she lying? Uh, you can give me a... I got what social. What's the, uh, deceit detecting role? Empathy. 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 I, empathy. Biggles is not very empathetic. Well, I'll do it. He doesn't seem like a man who is, uh... I got a five. Who cares much for the womanly ways. I got a five for empathy. As, 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 as far as you, as far as you know... She is has not been this man's companion, and as far as she knows, she does not know of a companion this man has. Okay. <laughs> he didn't seem like the type. Um, and he had a cold, just not in the mood. Yeah. Well, I, you think he would have given that shirt to housekeeping or something to have it cleaned. Yes, it's, it's, in, uh, it's in the same place where all the other clean clothes are folded in the same way. Mm-hmm. Does the way they're folded remind me of any evil is no. Um <laughs> Yes, they are now that you mention it, they are folded into the shape of a pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> they're folded in a way that <laughs> they're folded in a way that make the that, that makes the that makes the corners stand out particularly. <laughs> the only information you have is that the window is open from the inside, the papers are out of the uh, out of order, the shirts are in order weird, and he's dead in the room with you. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? What? I hope that last part what? was the joke. Yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> it just took too long. <laughs> he is uh, absolutely not in this room. Uh, I checked the ceiling. The he Can... is, it is the ceiling. <laughs> okay. I open up his closets. Does a dead body fall out? No. Good. So, while looking, while just sort of like calmly looking through his stuff here and getting a little bit of weirdness, can I request my once per session omen? Uh, sure. What's it do? Um... Basically, it's uh, words in the wind. Uh, there are patterns to, to to things that are not always obvious, even to the wise. The character looks in the right places and hears the right things once per session. When he's not otherwise occupied, he may request an omen from the GM and roll mysteries against the target of mediocre. The GM will use the results to guide her decision about how obscure the information gained is. Okay. Maybe as maybe as arcane as a snippet of a riddle, or as mundane of as news as the strange shipment coming in the box at midnight. All right, roll it. Oh God, that was not the best roll for mysteries. Uh, I got a plus three. Plus three. All right. So you get something vague but relevant. Hmm. 
Sorry, trying to think of something vague but relevant. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Can we be sure if he's dead or not, or get an omen about him being alive or not? That's that's what that's what that's what I'm. Uh, if he's thinking. alive, then that kind of gives a lot of it away. <laughs> I guess. Um. Okay. You get the image of four figures cloaked in shadow sitting next to each other. You can't make out features on them, but one of them has his mouth covered by a gag. Uh, we met four scientists, did we not? Out of character. Uh, you met five scientists. Damn it. And Grayson. But how many Garv, of them were evil scientists? Garv, however, is aware that four of them are considered to be the most likely to be the winners. Ah, interesting. She, she says then, as she's kind of staring out the window, he was taken. Are you certain? Have you seen it? Yes. Not the actual, not, not him actually being taken. Just four shadows. Mm. One's gagged. Huh. Four of them. You're sure there was four. So yes. is the number relevant? Foreshadowing. Ha! Mm. Damn it. Well, if... <laughs> if we assume that Sora's visions don't come from someone with a terrible sense of humor, then... I've seen no reason to believe they would. <laughs> I... I heard... I'm, I gathered that there are four scientists can uh considered to be in the front running for winning the prize and uh owner of this room happens to be one of them interesting who are the other three who who owned this room again was it Z Th this one Nikta. was uh Hombar Nikta. uh the other three were Friedrich Z Friedrich Zera Roger Rocks and Michael Gerald hmm. well we must secure them immediately yeah, so you're gonna go no tell evidence. The, Are you gonna go tell the scientists that we need to make sure they're safe based on a mystic's vision? I it's at this point that Grayson walks into the room wearing a wearing a bathrobe. What color is it? Uh purple. Nova's just standing there next to the window looking out. Does it have a hood? I heard a yell. What are you five doing in Nikta's room? Trying to figure out what the bloody hell happened to him. Well, have you found him? Uh, is, no. Where is he? Window is open. He's nowhere to be found. I look at his hands. Not like, I don't like go over and grab him, but I'm just kind of taking a look because... Um, give, give, give me an investigation roll. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, that is plus four. Plus four? Mm-hmm. All right. Invest that, uh, roll that good. Let's you make a connection. Um, he's got sort of a sort of a black stain on his hands particularly around his fingers. It's mm -hmm. the same color black that his chest pieces were. Hmm. Hmm. Which could just mean he has a weird set of... weird chest set. Or it means he spray-painted your chest pieces to be his chest pieces when you're not looking. Oh, that's... That's, that's how he strategy. always wins a chest. Yeah, that makes sense. He invents spray paints, and then he wins uses at every it, chest game. Then uses <laughs> it to chest. win at chess. Yeah. <laughs> How's that bishop suddenly on a black square? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, all the squares are black. This bishop can move anywhere. He makes it turn the other way, and then he just puts a tarp over the chessboard. <laughs> Starts spraying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, I was basically looking for any kind of, like, dirt or... Basically, if he's wearing a bathroom, he probably bathed recently. Yeah. So hair, any activity his, since then? His hair's a little mussed up, probably from coming out of bed. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you know the layout of this place, right? Indeed, I do. Who's got the rooms next door to this one? Uh, rooms next door to this one would be, uh, let's see. That would be Mrs. Drake here on one yes, side. Yes, August. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Roger Rocks on the other. Well, let's go check them out. Well, what have you found? Oh. Well, the man is missing. We heard a scream, and he is a prominent candidate for winning the... Or he's assumed to be one of the four favorites. Uh, you know, it. I think it would behoove us all to secure the rest of them. Make Surely sure that you're not. Make sure that there are. You cannot have a contest without contestants, sir. Surely you're not suggesting murder at this symposium. <laughs> I am suggesting that there is something afoot here. He's murder. Not... It might not be, but we must. Well, what, what What have you found? Why take chances? Well, no one broke into the room, which means if if someone did do something to him, it was somebody he knew. Or he didn't lock his window. Or he didn't lock... No, the window was open from the inside, I can tell that. Yeah. Did you find anything out of order? Um, uh, sort of. We found something in order incorrectly. He'll mm. uh, motion to the fucked up shirt. I see. Is that all you found? His papers, too. I'm looking at this guy... Kind of like he he seems sort of looking around frantically, like he wants to. He's trying to figure out a reason that it's probably not murder. Okay. He's alive though. Really, you found him? I told you. Knowing the future is my is, is what I'm best at. He puts his hand on his forehead because right now it's looking like an accident. It's an accident that a man falls from a window after with no one around to push him and a seemingly no desire to jump. He tilts his head over at the uh, the half-missing case of alcohol. When did housekeeping collect the bottles? I They haven't been around to do it yet. And then, they, like, you said there were just missing bottles, right? Yeah. As in consumed back. bottles, I'm sure. I suppose he could have like, grabbed the bottles to his chest as he fell. All yes. Ha- like, like clutching them. them as he would a lover. Maybe, like maybe he was just drinking, and how many God knows? Uh, that's what I would do. I mean, Gosh I know. Crush grabs a bottle and starts drinking. On that note, yes, like I, I'm certain I would be nervous if I had to present at a science symposium the next day. Maybe he just got a bit too nervous tipsy. enough to commit suicide. Are you mad, no, wait, wait. man? I'm not saying he committed suicide. Just that maybe he drank a little too much and fell out. Wait, James, how many bottles are missing? Um, about four. So he like large bottles or like, are we talking like uh, um, medium sized bottles? Okay. So enough that if he drank four, then he would be pretty tipsy. (laughs) Also, no, the idea that he carried all four with him out the window. Yeah, exactly. On that note, I'm just staring incredulously at Grayson. Look, I use your brain, man. Look, maybe I'm just not as willing as you to call it murder, Uh, but but I'm starting to see your point. Yes. Well, uh, while everybody's talking, Garb's gonna, uh, slide up next to, uh, to Drake and go, Alright, so, what's the deal, uh, what was the deal with your employer here? Um, well, he was going to take, go on a geological expedition to a very secluded part of Brazil, and he told me that if we came across any, that we were going to go to a certain place that was full of ruins, and and we take a look in there while we were there. Hmm. 
So I'll take it that's what he hired you for, to guide him? Yes, and to make sure that the traps that these temples held, which, don't you know it, there are always traps. Huh. Real quick. Make As sure they don't get him. Scythe is walking over towards the dresser that has the papers on it. He will just say something along the lines of, uh, yes, it was odd that you were here with no tombs to rob and such. <laughs> she shoots you a mean glance. <laughs> Not now, friend. Let's be am- amicable here. Yeah. You have any enemies that you know of? Any enemies here? Maybe ones that you've created? Or, I don't know, did he seem, does he seem like the type who'd, get, who'd uh, drink four bottles of booze by himself and go stumbling out of a window? I, I, I haven't talked to him in years. It's... I don't know. Oh, you knew him before. He's not just a... And you didn't... You had professional no con- conversations contact? with... You had no conversations with the man after he employed you? Uh, were you talking to Drake or Grayson? Sorry. Drake. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was like, uh... I, I'm bad here. <laughs> okay. Oh. My bad. I speak he is. You know, Grayson just answers as though you were talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 Drake, and Drake looks over. Um... No, I don't know much about his personal life. We met not too long before the symposium. <sighs> Grayson looks over. Uh, where are you going, Miss Novacell? I'm stepping outside for for a moment. It's a snowstorm out there, but I won't be long. All right. She goes, gets her gets, gets some boots and uh, her her coat, and we'll head outside. Particularly uh, like under the area where this window would drop down to. Okay. Hmm. So, I'll just tell you real quick, it's somewhat difficult to get to that point. A lot of it is not very easy footing. The um, the slope drops off pretty sharply away from the ski lodge. Okay. And under his window, it's pretty much, it would take a pretty much a miracle to not crash amongst the jagged rocks. Right, right. She'll, uh, what she's really looking for? Mm-hmm. Is any sign of um, tracks in the snow? Uh, any sign of um, scrapes on si- on the side of the building? All right, give me um, an investigation roll. Because she's 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 fairly certain that he's alive, so she's not really looking for that. Investigation, okay. Uh, plus three. Plus three. I got three. Yeah. Um, you rolled high enough to know with some confidence that nothing is too uh, different about the outside of the building, and you don't find any particular tracks in the snow. And if, if there were tracks, they probably wouldn't have been snowed over by now. Right. Um, she'll wondering if the omen maybe for someone else being kidnapped. Um, she'll look over the rocks and see if she can see any faint glimmers of stains. All right. Uh, same investigation roll. You do not see any stains either. It's possible that the uh, the snow was scoured away. What evidence there might have been, if there is any? Well, the blood would probably soak either way. So if there was blood there, the snow would be red for quite some time. Especially since it only recently happened, it would be very fresh. True, but there were also a lot of ways the body could have bounced, and not all of them involve um, serious breakage of the skin. That is true. All right, she will turn around and head back inside. Okay. It's at this point that people are starting to get up out of their beds and confident that there's nothing too dangerous happening, starting to move into the hallways, mill about, and start figuring out what's happening. 
she'll head up, head head back up to the room where I assume everyone else still is. Okay. Yeah, everyone's still there. Um, I'm gonna actually look through the papers. You can wake up for free now, August. Well, I'm not going to uh, stick around and be barraged with questions from everyone. So, I think I'm gonna go back to bed and think on more of this in the morning or afternoon or whenever I get up. Yes, that may be fair. Um, I suppose I'll tell the uh, everyone else to do the same. Certainly, not much we can do without a formal police force here. <laughs> Kind of look at him for a second and go back to the papers. He's not wrong, you know? There's a lot we can do. Well, he doesn't know of you guys in particular. You can punch evil. <laughs> yes, he is not familiar with your evil punching uh, legends. It's been years since I've punched evil. So, do people go back to sleep, or is there anything else you want to do? Uh, Biggles goes back to sleep. All right. You never miss a chance to get some shut-eye. Yep. I'm going to check the papers and see if they're in that order for any particular reason. Like if there's a some kind of hint at a cipher or something like that, or if it's just they got spilled and someone stacked them neatly, but not in the right order. Um, neatly, sure. Per- perhaps a bit too neatly. I Academics? Think, I think ciphers are academics, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, let's see. Uh, three? Three. You can't figure anything out. Seems random. Okay. Hmm. Cipher. Lewis has coming back in. Oh, yes. Yeah, most people are going back to bed. Nods. Did you find anything? There's no foot trails or anything down, down, down on ground level. Hmm. What's directly below and above this room? Like, What's directly, what's directly below is a series of, 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 of rocks that are literally tearing it apart. No, no, I was, I was asking James. Like, in the actual building itself, not what's outside the window. Because oh, um... when we looked out the window, I saw the terrible jaggy rocks. Below are is quite a long distance along the wall, and then the window into the great room you were in earlier. And above is more uh, maintenancey sort of rooms, like uh, the owner, the like the all-around owner lives up there. The general manager, housekeeping, has rooms up there. I'll do a quick sweep for secret entrances. There's none. <laughs> okay. It, it's a ski lodge. <laughs> hey. No, you're not wrong, but there's not. Yeah, it's a freaking super rich kind of scientist. You check you check all the uh, traditional secret entrance hiding methods, okay. and there's none. All right. Hmm. My thoughts being that he didn't kill himself. He didn't have an accident either. I believe he was kidnapped. Likely, yes. But the method uh, is strange. There are no tracks down there, down down down, down in the snow, and it would have been much too early for the snow to have covered co- co- covered anything. Perhaps the open window is just a ruse. Make it look like it killed itself. Yes, that seems likely. But hmm. there will be time tomorrow. Indeed. Alright, everyone going back to bed? Yeah. At least until we're woken up by another scream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean So when that, you say that like it happens. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like at least three more. It's really hard to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you're woken up by a commotion around uh, 6 a.m. People are leaving their rooms, finding it hard to sleep. A bunch of people go out, still in their bathrobes, down to the Great Hall to sort of be around each other. Word has gotten out about what happened to Nikta. kind of wish we didn't share all of that information with this guy. 
like all, all people really know is that he was in his room and now he's not and there was a scream in the night the rumors are starting to flow around I quell them with my fists <laughs> they're quelled <laughs> <laughs> I sneer you're just holding your fists over your ears <laughs> I can't hear the rumors <laughs> can't hear through the justice <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, can I do a, so most people are, um, heading downstairs, uh, into the, to the main room yep. in, in, in the early morning. Yeah. Um, while she is groggily fixing herself some coffee, can I do like a, an empathy? I'm just, 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 just to see if, uh, just, just to, uh, on empathy to see if there's, uh, any, anyone in the crowd that looks like they're maybe pretending to be surprised. Yeah, sure. Make me an empathy check. I got five. All right, that's pretty good. Scanning doesn't get you much, but once you start talking to people, um, you come to the conclusion that one Roger Rocks is... He's not happy that Nixa died or is missing, but he isn't incredibly sad about it either. Okay. Okay. She uh she 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 won't say anything about that in particular until like other members of the century uh, other members of the century club are up and about. Gotcha. Oh, I will fill Julius in on what we found. He's got a keen mind even if he's not always apt to use it. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? He says sometimes he's too busy being a dick to be a <laughs> dick. Ouch. Can I take that, August? Are you are you there, August? Yeah. Okay. Not you. You're just gonna take that then. Well, he's not actually saying it's August, is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just telling you what they found last night, which is that yeah, he disappeared. There was some stuff out of order, um, but made to look like it was in order. <clears throat> Nothing outside the window. It didn't look like he got dashed upon the rocks. Uh, but the timing of the scream, it is unlikely they managed to do anything very quickly. So that's weird. Unless there was some sort of temporal displacement field. Was all the information on his exhibition there? Uh, yeah, all of his scientific work seemed to be there. Yes. Everything? Nothing. As far as missing. I could tell. But if he's we'll not here to present it. it, then he's not eligible for the prize. Well, yes, but if, if someone was competing with him, they, you would think they would at least have taken his work to examine. He shrugs. Could be wildly different fields, considering. Are these are 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 these two uh, gents um, downstairs in the main the main hall now? Now I was gonna fill Julius. So like basically, if if that if there's somewhere in there where he could tell Julius this stuff without people overhearing, sure. But otherwise, it'd be upstairs. There's a corner you could take if you want to be down there. Because uh, I mean, if they are down in the main hall. Um, Nova will voluntarily get them some coffee. Uh, of course, I mean, clearly there's the, the little paper um, coffee cup uh, thing that you put the coffee cup on so it doesn't stay on the table or whatever. Coaster. Coaster. I, I mean, don't know. Is, is this How classy is this place? Uh, it's it's a very homey sort of place. And they probably just have wooden coasters with like cork or something. Yeah. Well, are there napkins? There's napkins. 
Yeah, she 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 uses she uses, she uses uh, napkins for uh, for coasters for them, and has something written on one of the napkins. I'm gonna roll to see if I notice that. Is plus one enough? <laughs> um, yeah, there's a little bit of writing off of both sides of the drink, and you look down at at it when you grab it. Um, which is just that. Well, first of all, she comes over and she's like, "Morning." Don't, 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 I don't, I don't, uh, see, see your two faces, um, this early very often. I feel like it's just some coffee. I'll put a little bit of sugar in it. Didn't think you mind. He nods. Um, he totally minds. I put a little something extra at the bottom of it. <laughs> and, and yeah, the note just says, um, just, just says, uh, rocks, um, not displeased by... Um, Nikita's disappearance. Hmm. Well, that's to be expected. They probably didn't know each other very well. And if you say he's more likely to get a bunch of money. So, when I get a chance, I'm going to go back up to the room and look for any kind of sound equipment. Sound equipment? The scream! Like, like, how quickly Garv reacted to it. I don't see how they could have gotten out of the room all right, you can look for sound equipment. I probably won't find it, but... Uh, I want to be a roll? Sure. Investigation? Yep. Okay. Uh, plus three? No sound equipment. They were bul- It was bulkier back then. Yeah. Can, uh, can Garv make another contacting check? Sure, what you're trying to figure out. Uh, he wants to see if anybody knows what, uh, what, uh, Nichita was working on. Uh, yeah, sure. Plus two? Plus two, eh? Yep. Uh, he wasn't working on anything particularly interesting. He was just, uh, he was working on a new kind of rock solvent. Uh, a rock solvent? He'll he'll bring he'll bring this to one of the others in his group. Presumably, they have a better idea of what that is and why it would be important. If you needed a rock problem solved, eh? <laughs> uh, that was not in character. Sif doesn't joke. <laughs> be like, hmm, well, this doesn't exactly sound like the kind of thing worth. Huh. All right. Yeah. It's at this point that the main doors out of the lodge open. Oh? Uh, someone walks in, his uh, hair and beard covered in snow. He shuts the doors behind him. <sighs> we, we, we can't leave the mountain. Uh. What the devil? Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the bridge off the mountain, the one, the one pa- down past the airfield. Anyone who comes, the bridge is out. Anyone who came by car can't leave. Oh, uh. well. We're fine. Bloody perfect. Well, no, the bridge is out. You know, the bridge we had to cross. No, the no, one that used to the one there, past. There were two, yeah, there were two bridges. Oh, okay. One, All right. You can still get to your uh, airplane. We're like, see you, bitches. Fly away. <laughs> Good luck. He, he pulls out his wallet. I will pay a great sum of money to anyone who can fly me off of this mountain. Well, hold your horses. This? We're in the middle of something, but... No kidding! <laughs> that's why I'm willing to pay the sum. Who Who is this guy that's saying this? Um, this is just, uh, one of the wealthy judges. Ah. Uh, oh? Why do you want to leave so suddenly? 
I don't want the same thing happening to me that happened to Nikta. Uh, why do you think it would? What do you think happened to Nikta? I don't know, but I don't want to be around to find out. Well, I don't run away from anything dangerous. So unfortunately, you'll have to wait away, on that just... ride. Fine. Does anyone else have a plane? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Nova just kind of like stands next to next to uh, Biggles and just like, how long do you think the actual uh, plane ride would even take? Uh, say what? I, I couldn't quite hear you. How 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 long how long would it take to uh to fly him out? Uh, entirely too long. It'd probably take no more than half an hour. Entirely too long. I mean, half an hour. Extent of some money. I think it's worth it. All right. <laughs> He's still waving around the cash, looking for someone well, who flies a plane. Is it is it still is it still storming outside or? It's storming, but it's nothing that Biggles hasn't flown in before. He's uh, he is Dick Biggles. <laughs> you can't bring down big. <laughs> Big Dickles. Big Dick Dickles. <laughs> Look, a snowstorm is just, it just makes him fly better. <laughs> he will just flies cloud. If Garth ever gets so drunk that he's, that he is actually impaired, I might have to get, I might have to use Big Dickles. <laughs> Big Dickles. So yes, so, so yes uh, Nova does, 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 does her best then to, to try, to try to convince um, Biggles to, to, to take the money. All right. He'll take the job. Sure. You, Finally, it... someone talking sense around here. <laughs> Gonna make it hard to judge the contest, but uh, whatever. Fine, it, it could be a shorter vote. Whatever. <laughs> I have an idea. Why don't you give your judge responsibilities to me? I, you know what? Just to make this shorter, claps you on the shoulder. Congratulations, you're a judge of the Ziggenheim Symposium. Now, is anyone gonna? <laughs> He holds up the large sum of money. <laughs> I believe Biggles has declared his intent to jump on it. Jump, jump on it. <laughs> so you there? Are you, you? I am ready to go now. I I've got my suitcase. Let Let's do this. All right. We sh We shall be on our way momentarily then. I will inform my compatriots that I am taking this uh, man away. Okay. So you get to the plane. He packs all this stuff into the compartment. Uh, make me a piloting check. Okay. Can do. Um, let's see. Uh, how's the weather look? Is it? Does it look like I'm? I can make this without a problem, or will I need to? So, so if you weren't at the top of the mountain already, you'd be a little worried about visibility, but you have a good idea of the surrounding area. Okay, I will just make my check then. You've certainly flown in these conditions before. All right. Uh, pff, yeah, that's a seven. All right, you are flying spectacularly well, until your compasses start going a little haywire. What the devil? And the propeller starts stopping and starting. Not enough to uh, lose altitude, but there seems to be malfunctioning. Oh, don't, don't, oh, don't you do this. Uh, what's going this. on? What's going on? Uh, nothing. We're, everything's fine. Uh, hold, buckle in back there. Are you going to try to uh, persist? Uh, yes. I will persist until it looks like it, it is impossible to do so. All right. You start losing speed rather quickly. You hear the distinctive uh, whine of a bolt pulling free. 
Damn, damn, damn. We're gonna have to turn back. What? Why? What? what what's happening? Something's something's wrong with the aircraft. I can't. We, we're 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 gonna have to turn back. Uh, Biggles, do you wear a watch? Yes. It connects to the door and won't come off it. Damn! There's some Maybe sort a of... pilot roll to land back one-handed. Okay. Um. All right. I'm tapping <laughs> a, a wooden cross, the red cross, or a Victoria cross, to make All this right. check. Sounds good. Uh, that's certainly applicable. So that's plus seven after for my roll. Oh God! All right, I rolled minus three, so that's a four to land. Ooh. And I do have barnstormer, so minus three. Oh, you rolled a natural minus three, or I, a I total rolled minus three? I rolled a minus three with a total of plus four. Oh, oh heavens! Yeah, <laughs> he's a pretty good pilot. If you hadn't heard, Biggles is good at this. <laughs> no fucking kidding. <laughs> All right, it's uh, what he goddamn does. <laughs> you, you know for a fact that. A lesser pilot than yourself would not be walking away from this. Well, naturally. But, but you managed to wrench it 180 almost without any um, without any distance done while you did it. <laughs> and, and you start flying on a direct curved course to the ground, which you pull up at the last minute and skate along the runway that you came in on. Tally-ho! There's a couple of superficial damages to your aircraft. Nothing structural, though. He will he will get out and and lovingly pat the nose of the plane. Fine work, Piccadilly. Fine work. I, what happened? Not sure. Some sort of mechanical interference. Mechanical interference? What? Biggles fiddles with his mustache a bit. I couldn't tell you. Just be glad you're safe. And clap him on the back. Yeah, I. He takes out his wallet and leaves a quarter of the money on the dashboard. Sidles out. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. Made a profit. <laughs> Gotta spend it on bolts when I get back. <laughs> yeah, I'll do. A, 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 I'll check over the uh, <clears throat> the aircraft, make sure nothing's heavily broken. Yep, it's 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 mostly fine. Like you could get service back at uh, the Century Club headquarters. Okay, no, not a big deal. But yeah, if if it hasn't, if it's not obvious at this point by how difficult it is to pull your watch off of the dashboard, something magnetic went wrong. Oh, clearly. And, of course, the, the guy precedes you while you're looking over the plane. He bursts into the common room. Can't leave by plane either. We're stuck. Can't leave by plane? What happened? Uh, um, um, your pilot, he, the plane stopped. <laughs> and, uh, it, <laughs> she then rushes out because what the hell, no. <laughs> I'm not worried. No. It's Biggles. The plane could stop and he'd land it in the middle <laughs> of did. the air. And then he basically down. did. <laughs> Wow, you guys really are good. That was way quicker than I thought, than you guys said it would take. Yeah, because we didn't get more than, like, half a mile from the place. Oh, why not? I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take back my judging privileges. Uh, easy come, easy go. <laughs> Pours himself a drink. <laughs> Could have been somebody. <laughs> Mr. Biggles, you're, you're right. Oh, I'm fine. So is the Piccadilly. But Your we watch did... is a little messed up. My 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 poor my poor watch though. I'll have to I'll have to get it fixed. Carried me through the Great War, you know. What happened to it? I well, it seemed to be suffering from the same sort of mechanical interference that the rest of my uh, my plane was. I, it appears there was some sort of magnetic force working. Magnetic force. 
Magnetic force. Yes, a magnetic force. <laughs> Just keep, keep <laughs> it. it. Yes, a magnetic... <laughs> magnetic force. A magnetic force. <laughs> Metal Gear. Totally oblivious. Metal Gear. <laughs> hey, uh, he's gonna look for. I know a guy who might know something about that. Oh, you what? Yeah, that. Uh, D- didn't, the... you, didn't you say that? What? Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Nikta? Isn't Nikta? I suppose, since the man is not confirmed dead, some sort of geol geologician. Uh, man of yeah. the rock sciences. <laughs> I suppose so. Apparently, he was going to show off some kind of a rock solvent, whatever yep. that is. At the Roger Rocks pipes up. Uh, he was a geological chemist. Could he perhaps not have been doing something with ma- with Magnets of magnetic yeah. fields. Ma- magnets was always more as Zeram's thing. Oh, Zeram? Yeah, Z E R A M. Oh, I had H for some reason. Well, then we have a suspect. Yes. At least someone I'll... to question. He might, uh, I might at least know something about it. Maybe there's some kind of unusual magnetic thingamajiggy going around the uh, mountaintop. Here. As always, Garv, you say things in such the most eloquent way. Uh, Zaram happens to be in the room. Uh, when you say suspect... <laughs> <laughs> Merely part of the parlance, you understand. I'm afraid I don't. Very good, then. <laughs> I see, Biggles is the old kind of British. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fine breeding. And I was very, very drunk. <laughs> Walrus mustache whopping. <laughs> He's not quite that bad. He's more gung ho than that, but uh, from his young days. I have, exactly. I have the drunk British, the British guy covered. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's more than room for that. I mean, have you met uh, Kevin's mentor? Yeah. <laughs> you have not, but you will at some point. I'm excited. Well, while 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 uh, all that is going on over there, um. Uh, Nova will stand next to Scythe over here and just be like, Magnetic disruption of the plane when it tries to leave, and the bridge is out. Scythe, I'm beginning to suspect something mystical has been happening here. Like a curse on the place. Uh, it could be something science She was saying that to Scythe. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah it's, well, They're off to the side watching you guys do all those shenanigans. Magnetics and. I've heard rumors of weather control, or at least mad theories. Uh, although the storm has been rolling in for a while, it's not too unexpected. And a bridge is a simple thing to take care of. Zaram sort of leans over. Um, am I... I shoot him in the face. No. Um... He's dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't... I... Would, it, would it be talking to them? I don't know if, like... I, 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 thought, I thought that Garb was going was, was to go talk to Zaram. No, I like the idea that, like... Like Biggles and Garv are like, we should probably, you know, cap like tie him to something. And he walks over to us. He's like, um, is everything? Am I? <laughs> Garv, Garv was just gonna ask him if he knew what the hell was going on. He wasn't intending to accuse him of anything. <laughs> like, no, I have no idea. Don't you go far now. I. Where am I going to go? Exactly. Like, I'll, I'll walk over. I'll, explain I'll, to him in detail what happened, and perhaps he could give you an idea if he is an expert in these fields. Well, all right. So I explained to him in detail what happened. <laughs> a magnetic interference. 
Well, I mean, naturally, but at, of what at, sort? Of a device at, or a magnetic interference at high altitude, could such pulling a, you in reverse? Could such a thing be constructed, or would it be Is, natural? Or uh, are, are you trying to say that the, that's not a thing that happens then normally? I I have spent my entire career studying magnets. And outside of Legends of the Bermuda Triangle, I have never heard theories of magnetic fluctuations so large. Well, now you got another way you can make a name for yourself today. Has the Bermuda I... Triangle been known to move? <laughs> no, it's pretty much where it's always been. Hmm. It's pretty much right there. Near Bermuda? In fact, it's pretty much defined as the area between three islands. Look, I would appreciate if you find a better suspect than me. As at this point, the lodge door's open. Now what? <laughs> How many of you idiots went outside during a snowstorm? You see a new face. <laughs> There's a new face here. It's a baby. Brand <laughs> not, new that, face. not that new. <laughs> he walks in. He's a soft-faced man. He's wearing a bowler hat over what appears to be a bald head, and he wears uh, small, tinted, circular glasses. He's come in a very excellent suit. Anyone with the science skill whatsoever, you know this face is Dr. Methuselah. I don't know if I, I don't think any of us have science. I don't. Like, even if you have it at plus one. I don't. Nope. I have academics, nope. but no science. Academics is fine. Academics also works. What about contacting? Contacting? Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I guess I know who he is, too. <laughs> If you have contacting above two, just from talking to people at the Century Club, you know this face. I have contacting at two. That's fine. You know, you don't so, know. <laughs> <laughs> so we know this guy is like dangerous, right? Dr. Methuselah is wanted in many countries. Is Are we in one that he's wanted in right now? Nope. You're in Switzerland. Do we... Do we have... Oh, shit, that means we can't even extradite him, can we? Nope. Not legally. But we can least. punch him. Why do you think he showed up? God damn it. <laughs> he comes in. Is it too late to enter? Let me guess, you've developed some kind of magnet gun. Magnet gun? Oh, heavens no. I have, um... I'm here to share my discoveries on the passage of time in vacuum. Is something wrong? How the hell did you get here? I took my plane. Probably a Zeppelin. Really? Did you encounter the magnetic interference? The what? The magnetic interference. I just attempted to leave and had to turn back because my plane was inoperable. Do, no, I encountered no such thing. Do, do I need to roll empathy to see his shit-eating grin uh, that he no doubt has right now? <laughs> uh, sure, roll me empathy. I have minus... I don't know. I think it's I think it's funnier. I think the idea is funnier if he literally did just show up just for that. He has no idea what's going on. <laughs> your, your minus two gets you nothing. Does anyone else have a better role? Uh, a better role of what? Anything. Empathy. I nope. do not have empathy. I can. I is there any penalty for rolling something without having it as a plus, or you just consider? Nah, I think it's just the roll. All right. Well, I might as well give it a try. I'll give it a but shot. I have zero. I got minus one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he seems... Well, I believe him! He, he seems genuinely... Give me a second, guys. Give me a second. Give me a second. Dead. This renowned supervillain seems totally upright and reasonable. Well, I didn't say that, but he doesn't seem to know what you're talking about. Guys, I got a seven. No shit. Holy shit. A seven. Lights All right. appears behind you, a chorus of angels. Yes. You see into his soul. So you see him. 
you've heard about his uh, about his lying, his cheating, his uh, nefarious deeds. You look at his face as he says that. You you read his every tell. He legitimately has no idea what's going on. He just presents <laughs> some science. He doesn't even know God he's here. Fucking damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know how he got dressed this morning. <laughs> he knows that much. He's a little hazy on what happens between when he walked in the door and now. <laughs> She'll she she will uh she will say to uh to Sif, her, her 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 magic bro I guess um, I think it's clear. I don't think he has a clue what's what's actually happened. That's great. They're just all just looking at him. One goes, "Well, I believe him." <laughs> yeah, Pickles is. Oh, I think he's telling the truth. <laughs> He, he is reportedly very good at lying, but you don't get that here. <laughs> I, I have to hand it to you. you. You might actually have worse luck than I do. Oh? <laughs> Why? What's happened? Uh, bridge is out and apparently planes aren't getting out either. Let's see. Going to roll a check for him. He can probably infer that there's something involving magnets. Judging I kind of let that, that I, slip. I, yeah, and I told him about a magnetic interference. Yeah. And we questioned it's him like, on it. Your giant magnet laser? My what? <laughs> no, I left that back right. home. Also, he's, rolled, he's rolled particularly well on a, a check looking at you guys. Wait a minute. Ha! I know the look of you. Centurions are here. Oh, what trouble have you gotten yourselves into now? We're not sure yet, but as long as it doesn't concern you... Some people are looking around, centurions, I... What? One's like, what's a centurion? Others like, I, I heard they're... I heard they're like vigilantes. Never you they're mind! In charge of a hundred <laughs> legionnaires. Come on. Also, I'd like to point out class. that I'm, I'm like... I, I'm I'm standing there with my hand on heavily on the shoulder of the uh, the scientist guy, like Sarah? preventing him from moving. Garf, Garf, Garf leans over to whoever's nearby and goes, "What's what's a centurion?" <laughs> um, I heard they're like a secret, like secret order of. I don't know. See, <laughs> it, it, they do adventures and stuff. Huh. <laughs> huh. That's weird. <laughs> are, are are you putting your hand on Doctor Methuselah's shoulder or Zerams? Zerams. Okay. Just keeping him there. He he like tries to move and just gives up. Now then, what's actually going on here? Well, guys, let's brainstorm with the villain. <laughs> Everyone looks kind of dour. That's well, that's fine with this. That's pretty much it. We're trapped here. Oh, and. Uh... Oh, I thought there was a role I can do for something. Let me double check here. Gonna can I be more specific than that? Anything? Can you give me anything? Uh no, hold on. I'm just double checking what I can use. Okay, never mind. Maybe that was only with a stunt. Never mind. I was gonna try something, but uh, uh excuse me. Uh for some reason I was thinking I could use deceit to somehow get information out of somebody, but but basically like feed them a little bit of info. And see if they react in any interesting way, but report. Yeah, that's report. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a stunt that lets you use deceit for that. Probably. And I, sadly, I don't have that one. But yeah, he'll, uh, I'll just kind of be like, well, I think this calls for a drink. 
You think everything calls for a drink. Hand that over. Oh. <laughs> I'll pass up the noble you're right. The noble centurions getting drunk at what appears to be the scene of some horrible tragedy from the looks of these folks. A couple of them Quite seem right. sort of nervous that Dr. Methuselah is here. I will walk over to Dr. Methuselah. Just be like, could you just keep that on the down low? I mean, for a second, I thought you said on. bitches keep on the down low. <laughs> I was really confused. <laughs> Dr. Methuselah, bitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd inform you. <laughs> Why? What am I keeping on the down low? It's the just, just do not. He's not gonna keep our our secret society that he is diametrically opposed to secret just because we asked yeah, him to. He, he gets a huge he might he might be a gentleman. He gets a huge grin on his face. Of course not. I won't reveal any of the secrets of your secret order. <sighs> We're also mostly judges. Wonderful character, judges. Of... <laughs> oh, oh yes, also the judges of the. <laughs> so you're free to enter, but keep that in mind. Are you we'll saying do our you best violate the sanctity impartial. of the judging position? <laughs> <laughs> he smiles at you. He doesn't need this prize money. <laughs> I'm aware. I just, I'm just saying, like maybe we can all be nice. I'm trying to get that across. Look, I'll keep your little secret if you tell me what's going on. Missing from a room. There was a scream. Uh, no obvious signs of struggle, but some things were out of place, but made to look like they were in uh, order. Sounds like we have a murder mystery. People start talking again. <laughs> he was probably not murdered. We don't well, know. We'll that. find out, won't we? I quite like this man. I want to. I want to murder him. Housekeep, get me a room. The race is on. <laughs> so, Sam. I have an idea, which is that since Dr. Methuselah is causing something of a commotion, I imagine, uh, Garb's going to go wander through the lodge, and, well, Sura seems to think, believe that this guy's alive, and he's not entirely sure if that's true, if their missing man is alive, but if he is, as far as he knows, there's nowhere else he could be hidden, so he's got to be still in the lodge somewhere. So he's going to go poking around. Okay. Alright, so what are you poking around for again? Uh, Just to look for, like, I don't know, places that would be, maybe try and sneak into places that normally are, like, you know, staff only or something along those lines. Just, I don't know, he's going to look around and look for hidden corners or whatever hiding spots. Where Where is a place out of the way enough that if somebody wanted to hide someone, they kidnapped, basically? Alright, make me a, let's see, make me an investigation check. Let's see, what's your skills look like? Make me a stealth check restricted by investigation. So, stealth minus one, basically? Yeah, if your investigation is lower than your stealth. It is. Uh, plus two. Okay. Let's see, plus two. Alright, out of the corner of your eye, you spy a man in a trench coat. Down, down a hallway in a staff-only corridor. Huh. That guy looks pretty suspicious to be staff. Uh, yeah. Let's tail him. All right. Uh, make me another stealth check. This time a pose. Same thing. It means the same thing for you, though. All righty. Uh, I think on this, I am... Let's see. Let's... Looking for an aspect? I think so. I'm looking at, looking at my 
I should actually just have my last place in the list. I think I'm going to tag. Yeah, why not? I'm going to tag uh, uh, tag Jack of Blades, his code name for when he was a spy, because okay. this is pretty much spy work right here. Sure. Tail and suspicious figures. Yep, go for it. To get a plus two. Plus two? Yep. All right, you start so, tailing. Or, or no, plus two, plus, plus two oh, bonus yeah. for spending the fate point. The okay. total is plus uh, six, actually. Plus six. All right, you do very well. You start following him through the winding hallways. Um, and because he rolled so well, it isn't until you're about eight feet from him that he notices you, and he starts breaking into a sprint. Oh, well, now you're just really tipping me off. Yeah, he'll, uh, try and chase him down. Right, maybe one athletics check. Uh, plus two on the athletics. Okay. You manage to keep pace with him until he pulls around the corner. It takes you about four seconds to get around the corner behind him, and you come into an empty room. Well, mostly empty. It's basically a broom. It's basically like a big broom closet with a shelf full of supplies with it and one cabinet. What the hell? There is there a window? No. No, it's just a broom closet. Yep. He's just he'll poke around to make sure there's no hiding place a person can fit in here. Well, I did mention a cabinet. Cabinet? Yeah, he's going to. Uh, cautiously open the cabinets being wary of potentially him using this to try and get the jump on him. Alright, you open the door cautiously. I assume like pull a knife on it or something. Yeah, he'll he'll draw a knife to one of his hands. You whip open the door to get the jump on him and you're met in the face with a big puff of dust. Oh, bloody hell. And inside you see a trench coat gently swinging on a hook. He's, he'll back out and try and clear the dust from his eyes and look around. Nothing. <sighs> he'll put away his knife and go investigate the trench coat. It's a trench coat, all right. Does it have anything? Pockets? Anything in it? He'll pat it down. Uh, not Check really. The, pockets. The, the trench coat seems seems dusty as well. He's gonna. Can he tell what this dust was, or was it just like dust? <laughs> Is um, it just dust, or is it actually some kind of... Uh, give me an investigation roll if you want. Sure. <laughs> uh, minus two. Dust is dust, bro. Uh, well. Yeah, he's going to... He's going to look around... He's going to take stock of the area. Where, around where they when he broke into a run. He's going to try um, and figure out where this guy was going. Sure. Uh, you go back to where you think he was. There's a couple of doors. They mostly go to more corridors. One of the corridors leads um, to another staircase that goes to the uh, the residential dorms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's another door that goes out to sort of the the stairs to the housekeeping quarters on the top floor. Mm-hmm. Everyone at the uh, everyone who's still at the common room. About three minutes ago, Roger Rocks excused himself to go to the restroom. Hmm. Okay. Did he come back? Also, Garv disappeared. <laughs> yeah, also, also Garv excused himself to probably also go to the restroom. You can't tell with him. I don't think he excused himself to do anything. I think he just walked off because nobody gives a fuck what he does. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, right. how long ago and, and, did you say? Three minutes or thirty? Three minutes. Okay, well, I mean, maybe he's taking a dump. 
Yeah. Wouldn't say it in polite company, but about two minutes later, he walks back in. Gets gets a little bit of the cold hot cocoa that was still sitting out from the previous night. Does he look like he's doing anything suspicious, or is he just kind of chilling? He's drinking, drinking his drink. Okay. Probably it. I say Garth probably heads back instead of immediately going to investigate anywhere else. So, whenever you, I'll let you decide whenever he hey, arrives yeah, back come in. Back, come back whenever. All right. Yeah, he probably comes back covered in something, some kind of dust. <laughs> what did you just did you walk through a? Did he go through some kind of dust factory? He just did a ton of cocaine. <laughs> My good man, have you heard of bathing? Ouch. No, it's a foreign concept to me. Please explain. Of course I've heard of bathing. Like, come over here. It's gonna draw, like, motion for his companions to uh, follow him into, I don't know, or at least huddle around so that they can talk with that mostly out being, mostly without being overheard, ideally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see what it goes with. Yeah. Big, I mean, Biggles will come over. Certainly. Uh, Decided to go for a bit of a stroll, and there was, uh, someone suspicious hanging around back in the back area. Didn't, they were wearing a trench coat, didn't get a good look at them, tailed them for a while, but then they ducked in somewhere, and I don't know how they gave me the slip. It seemed impossible, but got me with some kind of dust bomb of something. He wipes a bit Check like... out the dust. Yeah, he, like, wipes a bit of it off him, so it probably just creates a little puff in the air. Uh, well, uh, was... Did, there was one person that, uh, was uh, gone during that same time. Rox. Rox was. That's so. I thought I just went to the restroom, but, uh, I know that he was gone. And he did come back slightly before you. Hmm. Well, whoever it was was either heading for the dormitories, or was heading for either the where we're staying or where the staff stays. Interesting. At least I'm pretty sure that's about when they ducked into a closet and then disappeared. Hmm. Disappeared. Just ducked into a closet and disappeared. Nothing there but an empty trench coat and a bunch of dust. Did you check and see if the closet had a false door? Or a false backing? Uh... Can't say I did. I sort of assumed this was an ordinary ski lodge. This is... This is seeming more, uh, more and more supernatural the, by the second. I, I might have a good way of asking about this. <clears throat> Methuselah walks over. He looks at Garf for a second, and he just takes his uh, index finger and drags it up your cheek, coming back with a little bit of the dust. Give it a taste. No, I think this requires further study. <laughs> it tastes just like raisins. Damn it! He, he, he pulls out a little uh, microscope slide and uh, scrapes the powder on it, puts it back in a case at his, at his side. You're welcome. So, you find anything? I wish. Fair enough. I'm sure I'll have this figured out by to his watch. About ten minutes after I start looking at it. <laughs> well, then start looking at it so you can be finished wasting our time. Garf shrugs. He doesn't know what it is other than that. It created a cloud that briefly rendered him unable to see, but that could be ordinary dust. Methuselah walks off, presumably towards the stairs to his room. 
What? By the way, do you do you actually taste it, Biggles? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I, I don't actually taste it. Okay. <laughs> any of you guys have any idea what this stuff is? Appears to be dust. Yes, I gathered that. Can't say I would know for sure. I um. I check its granularity between my fingers and look at the color and figure what I can. All right. Uh, that would be a science roll. Hmm. Don't suppose academics would help there. Not really. Uh, you you could do uh, academics minus two. That's still better than uh than science. So I got a <coughs> plus one. Plus one. It's dust. Like it doesn't seem to be like from human just... skin, or is it a powder? It doesn't seem to be exactly the same as like everyday dust. But you can't tell much besides the fact that it's just a powdery dust. Okay, so it's a very fine powder. It's gray. Yep. Okay. I shrug. Why'd they send all these people who suck at science to the science thing? What were they thinking? Methuselah pops back down. Very interesting. (coughs) You found something. Yeah. What's that? The dust is vaguely magnetic. Huh. Pulls out a piece of magnetite he keeps with him. The dust just lifts off his finger to it. Oh, that is interesting. Oh, and someone's dead up there. What? Yep. Up where? In the dorms. Uh, Where? He's gotta be fucking with us. But I'll walk over there anyway, just in case he's not. Yeah, uh, Nova will... Essentially gone to the dorms. Nova's gonna go along with... Because, like, oh, no, what? Oh, God. <laughs> People dying. All right. So you head to the dorms? That's when I was still alive. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you just start trying doors? He didn't say which which dorm. She asked which. Like, she asked where. And, and give up vital information to the race? Of course not. Well, I guess they're just going to start checking random doors. All right. Now, now, I don't think anyone but is... you declared this a race. <laughs> True. Does anyone else need to? Well, normally you have to have two competitors <clears throat> to be a race. You know, it's how they work. Depends on if one you guy's... care about a prize. And I don't. One guy's running, the other guy's just... One guy goes, it's a race. Let's race. And the other guy just keeps walking. It's not really a race. Then now is it? Eh, it's all how you look at it. Brush his finger off on the uh, on his pant leg. So when... Uh... When the guy does the magnetite, does it, uh, does it, like, I don't know, uh, like, when he pulls out the magnetite, does it, what happens? Does it attract the dust, basically? Yeah. The dust pulls to it. Wonder if I borrow that for a sec. Get your own magnetite. Oh, come on, I'll give you a bunch more samples. Look, I'm covered in samples. I only needed the one, thank you. I have a bit more stored upstairs. Hey, you never know when a bunch of magnetic dust might come in handy. <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised what I do and do not know. It's a good time to mention that there are rumors surrounding this man that he's over a thousand years old. <laughs> One thousand years old. So while you check sure doors... Sure you think that's old. Oh, I'm fine. You, uh... You you, you you run into a few quasi embarrassing situations with people who are in the in their dorms, but you don't find any bodies outright. You find a door that doesn't open though. Oh. Does it smell like corpses? Whose room is it? To their knowledge. 
Um, it's not too hard to find out that this is uh, Dr. Gerald's room. The man with the talking dolphins. Ah, uh, yes. Who would kill a man with talking dolphins? She'll, uh, she'll give a knock on the door. There is no answer. What? She'll say, Dr. Gerald. No answer. Look left, look right. Lockpick is sleight of hand, isn't it? There's no lock. Huh. Also, it's burglary, I think. Yeah, oh. it'd be burglary. Okay. You'd want you'd want Garv or uh, Julius. Julius, yeah, to have. I might. Uh... Who, who was who was out there? Who was up there looking uh, through rooms with her? Uh, Sife. She kind of looks. She just looks over at Sife and she's like, "I might suggest. Uh, I might. I might. I might. If 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 you could, I might suggest." Climbing out one of the windows, climbing up to give a look into this window. There are no locks in this door. In a snowstorm. Over the jagged rocks. Where's Garv? He's, he was back bothering Dr. Methuselah, apparently, because I continued talking to him. <laughs> Garv, I need you to walk outside, climb along the ledge of a building in a snowstorm to look inside of a window of a possibly dead man. Oh, is that all? Well, no. <laughs> How is Garv athletics? Uh, okay, a little better than average. He's got it at plus oh. two, so he's not like super, yeah. super. Then I'm probably not going to ask him to do that. Uh, Biggles has athletics at plus two, but he does have plus four endurance, so maybe that might be better, but I kind of doubt it. If anything, then uh, if anything, endurance would restrict the action. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he can try and help if one of you gets him somehow. He's a tricky so, guy. He might figure something out. The doors don't lock, you said, normally? Or they do? They, they do don't. Not. They don't have locks. Okay. I'm going to force the door open. Well, I'm going to talk to freaking... Biggles. Grayson. Grayson. Hey, Biggles. Yes? You want a fate point? I... I... Yes? Looks like you're staring headlong into danger. I'll go. <laughs> Put me out there. It's time. For, it's time for you to break down this door. <laughs> All right. So what am I doing? I, I had stepped away to make coffee. So uh, there, there's a blocked door. Uh, Methuselah told you that someone died up there. Um, what's around me? Is there anything that I can grab to use to batter it down? Uh, not in particular. Can I shoot it? You can. Sh you can shoulder it. <laughs> All right. I'll do that. Uh, All right. Uh, give me a might check. All right. Does that involve? Oh, I have might. I have it plus one. Here we go. Uh, wait. What the fuck? Damn it! Hang on. The roller got the tab got closed. <laughs> I am in no. The roller's messed up. What's an X mean? Yeah. Hang on. I got a five. What's a five on a fudge die mean? <laughs> I rolled two d ten on fudge dice. Nice. Those odds are great. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, here we go. Roll dice. Uh, pff, I got nothing. <clears throat> Zero's better than negative a billion. Want to keep trying? Yeah, yeah. I have make to. Make an endurance check. Yes. Herg! <laughs> As Biggles just keeps slamming into this door I, again I, I hit and it, again I hit and it, again. I hit it once, and then I, I kind of look it over, and then just back up another foot, and then hit it again for plus six. Jesus. So it, it takes some doing, this being an endurance roll. 
but eventually you crack into it and you, you feel something wobble in, against the door. You Last knock into it again. Yeah, you crack into it again just as Grayson walks out and going, what is going on? And the door flings inward. The The desk falls in. There was a desk blocking the door. And it lands on and it lands on the feet of the dead body of Dr. Gerald. Dear God. Well, that that's the body they were talking about. Grayson walks in. What are you doing to my door? Exactly. As you were. Thank you. <laughs> Nova steps in. I I will lift the desk off of the, the dead man. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's probably a nice thing to do. No roll required, you lift the desk. <laughs> Pardon me, coming through. As you get a better look at the man, the boisterous, formerly rather enthusiastic scientist is clutching a knife that appears to have slit his own throat. Dastardly deeds. Two suicides? Thunder cheap. Two suicides in two days. That's unlikely. What are, the, just... what are the chances, Mr. Grayson, that both of these men were nervous about performing? He's already... Okay. He's already accepted the point of the first man. No, I will drive it in. Grayson is just sitting against the opposite hallway wall, his head in his hands. My God. But, but who could have done it? The door was blocked from the inside. Clearly someone compelled him to do so. Perhaps someone was... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Teleportation. Something that... all those lines. That seems a bit far-fetched, but perhaps someone was blackmailing him and or and felt that he felt that the only way out was to no. commit suicide or 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 something along those lines. I, I that would be my guess. When Garv was following that person, they turned into a coat co- they turned into a cloak, a coat closet, and disappeared. A man turned into a coat closet. He turns. How, how much has your knife thrower been drinking? It drinks constantly, but it doesn't really impair his judgment that much. Are you certain about that? Because you're telling me he chased a man into a ca- into a closet, and then he comes back in dust, saying he disappeared. Yes, the dust is actually magnetic. Only enough. Uh huh. This, this being uh... this seems awfully far fetched. <laughs> Are you going to deny the evidence before your own eyes, man? I'm not saying he's not dead. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe your drunk friend did not witness a man disappear before his eyes. This this is Grayson we're talking to, right? Yes. Yeah, is there anybody else besides us and Grayson? Not at the moment. Everyone I, else I will grab room. him by the scruff and just pull him forward. The and scruff say, of what? I don't know. I will grab him <laughs> by, by his jacket and just pull him forward and say, Get your shit together, man! What? I feel like I'm the, only, I'm the only one whose shit is together. Enough with the questions. What? We must investigate. <laughs> <laughs> he starts mumbling to himself, man, if I weren't trying to get into the Century Club. Exactly. I, maybe the Century Club isn't that great. <laughs> I might be able to speak with this man. Find out what happened to him. He sits back at the on the wall. Would the... I, what? Would, it, would the two of you be willing to partake in a seance? Something similar to what you did in New York? Yes. Back during that rousing adventure? Yes, quite. 
do you realize how ironic it is that you're trying to solve a murder at a science symposium with a seance? That's just how we work, good chap. Uh, <laughs> I like playing more... Biggles. A, 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 seance is, a, a seance is more likely to actually summon the spirit, provided they recently died. I'm not sure I believe in all that. Do you believe in evidence with your own eyes? Yes, again, I am not... Then sit and watch! <laughs> <laughs> he squints at you. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Madam, Bigelos, could you please begin. Would you mind collecting the others, actually? I'll begin repairing. Right away. Back. All right, Biggles goes and does that. <laughs> I, I do the thing. <laughs> I make it happen. Well, now that bully is gone. Do I get a faint point, by the way, for bashing down the door? Yes, you get a faint point. Excellent. By the way, the way that works, if I ever try to compel an aspect, you either take the fate point and do the sort of thing I'm asking you to do, or you refuse it and pay one of your own fate points to resist. Gotcha. Nice. Um, so I assume the neat the neat series gets Scythe and Julius and uh, and, and Garve. Yes. Probably he collects the others, assuming they allow themselves to be collected. Yeah. Uh, actually, sure. no. Garve is going to. I need to get master balls. Gar- uh, Garve has a different idea, and that idea is. Oh, you were uh, partaking the seance. Is that your idea? Your idea is to not partake in invoking in, 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 in invoking the spirit of a man who just recently died. His idea is to keep an eye on the two living guys who, should the pattern follow, one of them is either the killer or one or both are the next victims. That makes entirely a lot of sense. Abram Brown is in one corner just shaking. I know. Who's, Let's grab who's both Abram? of them that we suspect might be in trouble or perhaps the murder murderer and have them with us while we do the seance who's abram brown abram brown was, was the nervous fella that was playing chess when you guys first encountered uh, i think we should keep everyone close bring He's everyone to... to the seance room uh someone comes in there is no seance room in this hotel in this ski lodge <laughs> look he's going to he's going to go uh that's poor to... planning He's going to go to Rox and uh, Zerum, right? Or the remain? Yeah. Be like, look, why don't both of you two stick with me? That way I can keep an eye, keep an eye out for anything suspicious may come at you. Sound good? That's fine. Do James. Say one more time. He's like, why don't, why don't you two stick near me and I can keep an eye out for you? He's I... saying that to the NPCs. Yes, he's saying that to the NPCs, as being like trying to get their thing of saying, "Why don't you two? <laughs> Why don't I be your bodyguard?" Basically. Um, to be totally honest, and don't take this ro- the wrong way, this is Aram speaking. I'm not a hundred percent sure you're not the the, the one. <laughs> Was that? I'm not a hundred percent sure anyone in this room is not the one. See, that's fair, but the trick is. If I wanted to do you some harm, it would be my it would be in my best interest to keep you two separated. Unless you want to finish the job quickly. Well, if everybody knows you're with me, I'm not exactly gonna get away with it now, am I? I don't know. Maybe you maybe you kill us and run, I don't know. To where? D- down the mountain, I don't know. 
Look, if you'd rather take your chances by yourself, by all means. We're not by ourselves down here. Fine, fine. Maybe when one of you winds up, maybe when one of you winds up next, the other will see some sense in having a little protection. Don't, don't say that. They're gonna think you're threatening them. No, I mean he just shrugs. <laughs> I'm just he saying. shrugs and grabs a drink. I approve. I'm just saying. That's what's th- that's what they're gonna think. <laughs> He's capable of basic pattern recognition. <laughs> Look, fine, don't stick with me, but stick with someone, or more people, or something. Don't wander off somewhere by yourselves and get yourselves killed. I, you got it. Yeah, Grayson Grayson walks down. Uh, May I speak to all of the judges, please? Alright. And uh, all the judges walk up. Can, are they just speaking in the room? Yeah. Can Garve eavesdrop? Yeah, sure. (laughs) It is my opinion that... The symposium will continue in honor of these men. Uh, in honor of these men. Very fine. The judging will be held at the end of the night. The judges seem a little reticent, but they nod. Anyone have anything to say to that? Nope. No, Garb's just kind of noting. I know it seems irregular, but I see no point to cancel the yearly event. And he nods and walks back off to the. Uh, the second floor. Okay. Not much to say to that. Okay. Anything anyone wants to do? <sighs> I, I'm just going to gather our compatriots and make way to the seance room. Garb's just going to be down in the main room, stay down in the main room and keep an eye on the uh, two scientists from a distance, apparently, since... From a distance... Okay. Actually, there is one thing. If he yeah. he he's gonna try and size up Rox's physique, is there, and see if he could if he could plausibly be the got the person in the trench coat. Um. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what would you like me to roll for that? Um. In alertness, investigation. Investigation. Sure. Uh, plus two. Plus two. Could be. Not impossible. Can't roll them out. I mean, yeah, trench coats are generally bulky, but I figure I might as well check and make sure there's no yeah. way in there, case there's... there's like, in what case he's shaped in such a way that it's like, nope, it definitely can't be him. It's impossible. Yeah, there's no wild inaccuracies. And it's not long after that that the uh, seance is prepared. All right. Let's try to remember how this works. Is. Spirits, um, voices from beyond. Um, I'm gonna series roll must be made against a difficulty set by the GM when it causes a particular spirit to manifest. Some of the spirits are under any sort of compulsion to be cooperative and may have their own agendas, but once summoned, they may speak through the character w- with others in attendance. At the GM's option, especially if the summoner gains spin on her mysteries role, the spirit may even manifest vis- visibly. All right. So I'm going to put the difficulty here at a plus three. Plus three? Yep. All right. Uh, what's the, what, what is spin? Uh, spin is extra points above the difficulty level. Okay. Um, I rolled, so I got a uh, six. All right. You roll a six. 
Yeah, um, the ghost can speak through you. Okay. Yeah, she gathers everybody in the room and and basically just like goes through the goes through the process of uh, evoking the spirit and um and uh, evoking the spirit, trying to trying to uh, to call Doctor George out um, to 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 speak in light of his untimely demise before he moves on. All right. And uh, I'm probably actually since he probably since he speaks through her, she probably is like in a trance. Yep. So the others can ask him questions. What what is what is said? <laughs> what is what is said when he possesses her? Um, nothing until someone asks a question. Um, who killed you? I don't know. Well, that's clearly evidence right there then, because if it was himself, he'd know. No, it most certainly wasn't myself. But I didn't get a good look. Was anyone threatening you? No. I mean, beyond the fact that a man killed you, were you being threatened? Not in particular. Rox seemed a little bit uh, disdainful of me, but I think that was just because I turned down his cockamamie plan to go to the center of the earth. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Cockamamie plan. Center of the earth. Hmm. <laughs> I see. Did you get to look at your killer? I did not. Do you know why someone might have killed you? You don't tend to make a lot of enemies in science. That's at least, not an answer. At least none murderous. I don't know. Well, I'll declare this a success, then. Vigil <laughs> just walks off? <laughs> yeah. No, he does, does not do that. <laughs> does that. Can anyone think of any other questions? Later, fuckers. <laughs> What do you call us? Fockers. <laughs> Fockers. Who else is here? <laughs> All of uh, us. Anyone, any, anyone who wants to be. I think anyone, everyone but Garb. Anyone who's willing to put up with, uh, with a seance. Kevin's still... Oh. Kevin? Anything? Or are you unconscious? I don't have anything. Ah. Uh, let's see. I have suggestions. If you well, guys suggest would... Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I, in the chat, ask him what he, why he was back in his room and what he was doing before he died. What were you doing right before you died? Why were you back in this room? I was enjoying the free drinks. Hmm. It's understandable. Maybe not enjoying. <laughs> Did you say but... that's understandable? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Did you barricade the door? The door was not barricaded. Interesting. Very interesting. So whoever did it, I can only assume, got in through the door. Did Garb ever check the back of that thing to see if it was a false wall? No, he didn't. God damn it. He assumed that if someone, that someone, if the person didn't use some kind of magic-y thing, that they ran by, slipped by him while he was blinded by the dust. Is there anything you want us to tell your talking dolphins? <laughs> if you're not going to be serious about this, I suggest... No, Sife Syf wouldn't laugh at that. I'm suggesting you stop resting me from my eternal sleep. <laughs> Is he chiding uh, us? Yes. Biggles <laughs> guffaws. His mustache twirled for a second. Uh, ask him when he came back here. How long yeah. ago did... I do not know how long I've been dead. No, as in when, when he went back to his room. <laughs> not to this plane of existence, dear fellow. Dear ghost fellow. What do you like to I... be called? Well, I don't know what... It can't have been more than a couple of minutes before you found me. What is the last thing that you recall? Some loud commotion down in the... in the common room. 
people talking loudly about something or another. And then the hand goes over my eyes. A hand over your eyes. Interesting. So someone came from behind you. Yes. That, is, that would be why I didn't see them. Hmm. Is there any dust on the corpse? Are you going to get up from the seance and go check? Not yet. Not at this moment. I was just like, I was like, I go rooting around on the body while you're talking to the ghost. Just like if I could recall, perhaps. But, you, didn't give, so. you didn't give it a careful examination. I'll double check after this, yeah. Is that all? Uh, yeah, Sife's got nothing else. This is a bit out of Biggles's uh, idiom, so he's not much help either. Alright, so is that the end of the seance? I do believe so. Okay. With that, the um, the candle lights flicker, and the ghost departs from Novacell's body. Interesting. <gasps> I'm gonna go look at the corpse. Did I... Well, first I'll thank uh, Novacell for her assistance, and then go look at the corpse. You're welcome. Did he say anything? Anything aside No, he didn't catch a glimpse of the one who killed him. Hands went over his eyes, his throat was slit. Uh, the assailant is the one who blockaded the door. That's all. All right. Teleportation. Some ver- some variation of teleportation is happening here. Rockham's razor. <laughs> is apparently a katana. No. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> a, a man came into an unblocked, unlocked room and slit a man's throat. Clearly, teleportation. Well, no, no. See... I think it's I think it's simply that he was waiting for him, knew that he would return, and or somehow placed the suggestion that he would return, and then hid and killed himself. No, I, I him. meant Not I himself. meant that that he got out of the room even though it was though it was barricaded. Who would have had to climb out the window otherwise? Well, we haven't checked the window. It's a death drop. Perhaps oh. he's agile. Shrug your shoulders. I'm going to go get a drink. I, I need to relax. I, uh, being possessed takes a lot out of you. She'll, she'll go. Get out in the main room. Get someone to eat. Someone to drink. Store a little bit of energy here. Okay. Are you guys going to check the body? Investigation roll if you do. Uh, can I roll alertness? Oh, nice. Uh, or I guess investigation. A... All right, yeah. Four. We roll it. Four. Uh, two. Right. A two gets you um, the same dust as before, coating the coating around the man's eyes. The four gets you dust on the handle of the knife. Mm. And that's and that's what I'm going to call the session. Mm. Interesting. Dun dun dun. That was good. I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah, Spear of the Century. It's a bit of a slow one. I hope you guys at least had fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's first session. We're getting used to our characters and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I had like, fun. I like Biggles. Biggles is the best. Biggles, yeah. Biggles is pretty great. Possibility. Uh, someone's possessing Garv. Garv. Garv has done the murders, but someone possessed him to do it. I'm curious. Who, if anyone, that, do you think did it so far? Uh, my money's on rocks. Yeah. Uh, I my money is that rocks, rocks is a red herring. Yeah. You know, you know what? I'm going to laugh if it's the guy I tried to ferry out of here. The unnamed <laughs> NPC that hopped in my plane and tried to leave. <laughs> Otherwise, yes. it's Judge Abrams. number four. My money's <laughs> well, all actually... The, all the magnets... St- Wait, guys, let's think I about would... like, who was introduced in the first scene. 
Um, Everyone. Never mind. That's not useful. Yeah, like, <laughs> all it's of probably the Grayson. Yeah. I, I mean, that makes the most my, sense. My money's on Greystone. It seems like Greystone. It seems like he was sort of. It, it sounds like he was more or less laughed out of the science community, and I think he might be getting his revenge. Oh, holds a science symposium and then kills everyone that shows up. Yeah. By the way, it's a science symposium that happens every year. Does he normally host it? My guess is, yeah, my guess is the hosts change. So I think his. So that's that's my current theory. I don't. I'm not willing to fully commit to it, but it's clever. I like it. I don't. I don't have a. I mean, I. I. I could be down with that, but intuition for me says Abrams. And I can't explain why it does. Because he's been really quiet. He was introduced in the first scene. Abram Brown? Yeah. yeah. We um, keep calling him Abrams because Josh made a crack about he made a tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the dust is gray, though, not black. Mm. Right? Mm. Correct. Yeah. The guy, other guy had black on his finger. Yeah, it was gray. Um, Grayson had black on his fingers. Yeah, so my, my intuition... For some fucking reason, I cannot tell you why, but uh, is that um, is that is that is that it is April? Okay, I of course will not confirm if you are right or wrong. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean that makes sense from, from a, a just a from a, a like, narrative point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you want to keep it a surprise point yeah. of view. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, just other... inter- I'm just interested in where the uh, thought processes are right now. I I mean we we kind of don't have any good suspects at the moment. We don't we don't really have enough evidence of to point to anybody. It's all just kind of guesswork. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's the problem. Is whoever's doing this is very good about not leaving evidence and the only real clue we have I think is the figure gar is the mag- magnetic forces in the figure Garvson. Magnetic forces may po- point to Zerum who works with the magnets, but there's also a lot of scientists here. So Another possibility is if we wanted if we wanted to go for a mode of the motive route, we could investigate if the top four were all taken out, who would be next like these four are the favorites to win, but is there any consensus on who might just be below them? They don't they don't really have a chance of winning, but you know, they've got something decent to show off. Yeah, they're here with enough to be fair, if <laughs> if that was going to be anybody, I would have su- suspected that was going to be the guy with the fucking talking dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, in all fairness. Yeah. Another, although I do like, I mean, there are things, here's the thing is there are things that point, the, the presence of magnets points to Zerum mm-hmm. and the, uh, I think if, and I think the money motive points to rocks because what has he been about getting uh, going on his journey to the, he's the one that's shopping around for for uh, somebody to fund his journey to the center of the earth right yep which means he stands a lot to gain if he if he wins the prize he doesn't need to find right. it he doesn't he might not need to find an investor or he might or if he wins the prize people might start taking him a lot more taking this idea a lot more seriously as a prestige kind of thing mm-hmm. That's so. We have things pointed at both of them. We have a possible motive for Gray- Grayson if he wants revenge for being laughed out of the science community. So I think maybe we should try and find out if we want to look at him and find out what exactly he was doing that got him laughed out. Because maybe he was onto something that's like science to the point of being nearly mystical, and maybe that's why no one's finding any evidence. It's possible. That would be a uh, worthwhile thing to look into. All right. Look, I'm Good convinced that it's magnet wizards, okay? <laughs> <laughs> magnet wizards. 
Yeah, right. it's Magnet Wizards all the way down. Good stuff for next session. And for that, I'm going to call it a night. Good night, audience. Good night, night internet. Good night.